Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Life's good, man. What's up, brother? Not much, brother. Not much. Big, what's good with you? Not much, man. We we just out here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody to episode 19 of the Beyond the Numbers podcast. I am your host, Rello, with two guys who think they know basketball, man. Maybe they do. <laughs> maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, that's for you. I happen guys. to be a basketball connoisseur. Yeah, I hey, I think everybody has a little bit of that in them. So no, 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 just me. <laughs> I, I, I dig it. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Because you've been talking some real BS the past couple of weeks. So we're gonna see. Oh man. Um, but before we dive in to basketball, you know what? We always gotta start off with something that's been bothering us in the in the culture. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff that's last week or the week before that was Jada Pickett Smith. No, Jada Pickett. She's not Jada Pickett Smith. Damn, um, oh. we just removing the Smith from <laughs> no more hyphen. Nah, nah, they're not together, right? So they're separated. So I guess you know they're not divorced. Will definitely gonna slap the mess out of you. <laughs> right? Nah, chill. Will, Will, you know, he's he been de- <laughs> he been defending his lady real hard. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> no disrespect, but I feel like every couple years or every, not, not 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 even couple years, every couple weeks. Women on Twitter come out in some way to disparage us as men, our name. And in a funny way, I'm not trying to make this serious, but this week was the whole topic of places a man shouldn't take a girl on the first date. And I was very bothered by this list that I'm (laughs) about to read to you. It was a 28 (laughs) <laughs> list. 28 restaurant of, of, list like i'm looking at this list and i'm like you want us to get real creative with this with this the first day huh like the first one is cheesecake factory i'm so sick of cheesecake factories catching strays bro <laughs> i like cheesecake factory love it love it i swear Ooh. about that bang bang chicken and shrimp man yo the happy hour was slapping Yes. You get the pumpernickel bread. I was just about to say that brown bread, man. You you yeah, full the bread, before you the bread crazy. You full before you even get the entree. You got to take a home plate. Like, come on, man. Cheesecake Factory is it. The, the ambiance is cool. And not to mention the the signature the signature thing they got the freaking cheesecake. Be oh yeah, they bro. got all types of cheesecake. The desserts, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. The menu is nice, yeah. Y'all stop I, I, I had uh I had chocolate cheesecake. Never had it before, but that joint was slamming. Chocolate cheesecake sounds crazy. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. that's that's it. Did that's why that's what I, that's what I thought too. I'm like, yo, this sounds kind of crazy, but let me try it. slamming. All right, let me go through the whole list. Some of these I agree with, but some of them I don't. <laughs> so let's just before you start, we gotta we gotta let people know that Cheesecake Factory should not be now. If you don't feel like Cheesecake Factory is high level it still shouldn't be on the list with some of these things you about to name nah definitely not like it i don't know what type of women are these days i haven't dated in years but if i can't take you to cheesecake factory like i'm not about to surprise you and say yo and be like surprise we're going to cheesecake factory i'd be like i would i would have the conversation beforehand like yo what do you think about cheesecake factory you say bet we going like yeah i ain't about to have you get all dressed up though and take you to cheesecake factory <laughs> 
that's wild because if we on the first day and you all dressed up and we go sit down next to the family of five that with, with the yeah, if, if i'm selling yeah. big dreams and hyping you up we ain't going exactly. to cheesecake exactly but, but for the for the regular you know what i'm saying uh, you know first icebreakers couple couple early days just spill yeah. you know each other out man y'all tripping all right so we're gonna go down each one of these lists and y'all we all gonna say yes or no that's as simple as that because there's a lot of that all right. the cheesecake factor we all saying yes oh, hell yeah hell yeah all right Applebee's, no. No. <laughs> no. We're talking strictly first date, right? Yeah, first date. No. Yeah, no. Chili's, no. Yes. No. Oh! Bro! The Southwest first egg rolls? The, the appetizer? <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all playing. Y'all playing on Chili's now. Baby back ribs? What's the difference between Chili's and Applebee's? Applebee's is way less. I mean, they got those dollar, dollar, uh, long <laughs> it's, a, it's a little cheaper. Come on now. Hey, all right, my bad. Applebee's right. is, is the ugly little sister. We come right. on. Chipotle, no, nah, nah. I haven't even been going a day in Chipotle. That's <laughs> right. that's that's, that's, that's like something you go you go grab the Chipotle before the date. Like if y'all about to go bowling or something, you go. Yeah, not gonna go in a little get picnic some or real quick. <laughs> yeah, I have Chipotle, I have Chipotle basically every week, but I ain't about to take no first date. Yeah, not a date, not a date. Olive Garden, I'll, yes, no. Olive Garden, no. Unlimited uh, salads and breadsticks. Yo, Come on Austin. now! Oh my god! Austin. Oh my god! Yo, Austin. <laughs> yo, they got they got a couple slaps on the menu too. Nobody's saying the food not good. It's like the first date to Olive Garden. You talking about first date, bro? I mean, I, I'm an Olive Garden guy. They got you know what I'm saying. I'm Damn. sorry. All right, that's hey. I respect. I like Olive Garden. I like Olive Garden. See, the movies. <laughs> No, nah, not for a first date. You got to talk. Yeah, you can't really talk. Nah, your house. Uh, I mean, that's the goal. <laughs> that's, the, that's that's the goal. I, mean, I don't know about that's, like a, that's one of those things where it's a no, and when you planning it, but if she down, then yeah, <laughs> she, she, you want to come to the crib? I got you. Yeah, be about the shut. I'm gonna cook for you. I'm gonna cook for you at the crib. We're gonna watch some Netflix and chill. Um, any fast food chain, obviously. But chances not. are it's not gonna be a first date thing. Yeah. Chances <laughs> are. Unless you're that, unless you're that dude. I mean, yeah, I mean. Um, any fast food chain. Let's say quick no. Quick no. Next. Nah. Buffalo Wild Wings. No. No. I mean. Oh, oh. Unless you know, if y'all both like sports, know. y'all been yeah. talking. Yeah. So we gotta, yeah. we gotta, we gotta slow down because all. all all of these things got it like these are places that like like chilies and buffalo wild wings are not places that you would plan to go but if you just so happen to like a football team and she like a football team buffalo wild heard. wings he, he in the spot go watch cool. the game it, it really it, all of this depends on the girl exactly. not, you could have a I'm cool ass chick that's like yo i just want some wings and watch the game you know what i'm saying but yeah. they wings is trash though so why would i go there their their wings is mid their wings is mid you could go to a nice little bar that's showing the game. I'd rather go to a regular bar than go to that Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, it's an option too. They got they got promotions. It's all about price too. <laughs> I'm yep. saying tournament tournament time. You will catch your boy beat up. All right, next Red Lobster. Yeah, cheddar biscuits, bro. Um, I haven't been I Red Lobster. Yeah, I would say yeah. Red Lobster kind of been played out, but I still say yeah. yeah I say no. All I'll day, twice, twice on Sunday. I'm but, saying it, it's it's potential. You could get on. You could get you could get a date off in there, depending on which one. Like the one on Route 22, 
Nah. Like, it got a nice little setting. Like, you know, it's kind of dark in there. Like, it got a little separated right, boots. <laughs> but you might, like you said, you might end up, you might, you might end up with that family that's celebrating their uncle's birthday or some shit, and it's just over. Make, make the type to walk in and see the lobsters in the tank be like, oh, it's fancy. Ooh. <laughs> right? I'm drinking my strawberry daiquiri with my pinky up. Yo, I'm about to say the daiquiri's hitting too, man. The da- that's my first, I got my first ever alcoholic beverage at Red Lobster. Oh, man. That's a story. That's a story to tell. All right, we got to move on. Let's go. <laughs> a buffet. No. No. no, no, no. All right, next. IHOP, no. No. Uh, Denny's, no. Could have grouped that with IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> the gym is on here. I don't like the gym. The gym? The gym. <laughs> nah, all right. Wow. Well, I, has any, I, I got to find the girl who was offered to take, be taken to the gym. Oh, these fitness chicks is out here. For, the yeah, fitness chicks is out here. For real. Um, Church. It's not a date. No, nah, that's it's not, not a date. date. It's not a date. Starbucks, that's not a date either, but we can go to Starbucks. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. There are women who enjoy a cool coffee date. No, I'm agreeing. Coffee talk. Coffee dates in general. Yeah, oh, sign me up for those all day. Yeah, I can do a coffee date. Yeah. Ice cream dates. I like ice cream dates. They're cool. They're cool. But you got to do something like an activity after, too. Yeah, you got to do something Yeah, like the coffee and the ice cream dates go along with something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you go do those and then go do something else. Right, right, right. Family functions, absolutely not. Well, hell, no, no. Not on the first date. Yes, exactly, know. exactly. Unless they, like, unless they, like, a family friend that y'all been friends for a while, and she know your family. But I wouldn't say that's a date. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that's not a date. That's not that's a date, like though. A, that's a date. just a move. Like, oh, yeah, come through. Like, that's not really a date. Yeah. And if you meeting the chick for the first time, like physically, don't bring it to the family. Oh yeah, yeah, nah, nah. This your first introduction. Nah, 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 nah. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Um movie night. We kind of said this before. Movie night, Netflix, Hulu, etc. Nah. At the crib, yes. At, at like going to movie night. No. Um somewhere that requires a long drive. See, I, I think oh. if you live, if you live on the West Coast and drive down like the coast of the I don't know what highway that is. I think that's a cool. You can do the PCH. <laughs> you can't drive down uh, 9A or anything like that. Like, yeah, we can't do, drive you down 1 and 9. Yeah, nah, we ain't about to do that. that we but, can't, I mean, a scenic drive, yes. Yeah, exactly. But regularly, no. Um, What's next? Bowling, of course. That's, that's oh, what oh, yeah. Love it, love it. Love yeah, bowling. and the thing about bowling, it's not like the bowling alleys that we went to when we was kids, where it's just a bowling alley. You nah, go to, like, it. Bolero in the city, that's a date. Yeah, man. Skin and bread. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Bolero. In Wallington, I, man. Yeah, the one in Wallington is good. Yeah. Right. Oh, there's a Bolero in Wallington? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, I think I only been to the one in the city. They got the Bang Bang Shrimp there, too. That shit crazy. <laughs> bang Bang Shrimp just sounds crazy. It's crazy, bro. Anything Chipotle sauce, some good. Sriracha. Yep. Hand it over. Um, <laughs> nightclubs. No. Hmm. I'm not going to say I no. Think, I, that's a, I feel like that's a younger thing. Like, that's something I would have did in my 20s. Like, I definitely did that in my 20s. Definitely. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd go out, like, let's get a drink or go to a, go to, go, go to a, uh, like, a spot that got, like, dan- a dance lounge, a dance, you know, vibe, but like a hookah yeah. lounge. Okay. But not like a club club. I can't talk to you first, like, you know what I mean? Now we gonna talk in this club. We gonna <laughs> <laughs> oh we gonna talk in this club. We gonna talk. We gonna talk over these drinks. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Hookah bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you can get a bread. It, uh, again, it all depends on who the chick is. 
Yeah. I like I used to love hookah. Um, I kind of went cold turkey a little bit over the past couple of years, but nice. I gotta I wanna go to per pergola again. I need to hit a pergola. Are y'all down to hit a pergola? Just one. I'm I'm down, bro. Great spot, one of my favorite spots in New York, man. What's it called? I only been there once. Grace Grace Five? Oh no, Grace. I said it's a great spot. It's oh yeah, great yeah. Spot. It's, it is a great spot. Uh, I went there on Valentine's Day one day, oh. and I was not expecting what I what I got, which was a great night. They had the '90s music playing. I mean, the food hey. was slapping. Yeah, the food was slapping. Um, so yeah, we got to hit that up. A bar for just drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. We, we gonna get some food. There's some there's some upscale bars that you can hit up. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah! Nice little cocktail lounge, nice little bars. Want to, you know what I'm saying? Fill each other out. One, maybe two drinks, and then one or two drinks is always a good icebreaker. Yeah, yeah, because that's gonna lead to five. Um, (laughs) Damn. Yeah, man. Do you do you get drunk on the first date? You ever did that? Drunk? Nah. Hell yeah! I got. I I ain't gonna hold you. I got drunk on the first date. It was back in like college though. I'm about to say I did it a couple months ago. Like you know, oh, damn. you start feeling, you start feeling each other out, having a good time. Maybe get like an appetizer or two, and then you just you know hit it with that question. Like you trying to get out of here, and who knows? Hey, bro, know? I hate asking that question. Yo. Would you want to get out of here? Because that could go two ways. Like oh, like why you? <laughs> <laughs> or it could be like yeah, let's do it. No, yeah, that's why you gotta you gotta you gotta preface it as you trying to get out of here. You don't want to just say yo, let's go to the crib. Where we going, babe? Yeah. Just be like, yo, we, we let's get out of here. And then when you, as the walk to the car, you fill out the vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Like you want to exactly. go home, then all right, then you know, exit stage left. But nah. if you try to go to the crib, we could bust the right. You know? That's too much uncertainty. That's, <laughs> that's too much uncertainty for me. <laughs> too many steps. Oh man. Um, all right, two more. Waffle house. Uh, since since I'm in Atlanta currently, I will say yes. I love Waffle House. Uh, I'll probably hit it up before I leave. That's the best. I don't know about first date. I don't you know. Better about save that shit down there. You better. You ain't taking no New Jersey, New York chick to Waffle House. I, I wish we had it back home. I'll take it right to Waffle House. Yeah, she will. She will not be calling you back. <laughs> she will not get unless you, back. unless you, unless you, unless you doing it like Russell Wilson and you buying the whole right. Waffle House. All right, yo. Staring <laughs> at your girl's birthday. I don't think we're there yet. No, Yo, no, the no. women, the women online are like, I didn't, I didn't dive into us right now. What they've been saying, I, crazy. I, didn't, I didn't dive into now, it. all the saying. comments that I see. I've seen uh, mainly a lot of girls. I mean, so when the whole Russell Sierra thing came out, it was like a lot of dudes and a lot of girls too were like, "Oh, look, see, like if Sierra could do, you know, Waffle oh. House, <laughs> you, you know, what I'm saying you could do Waffle yeah. House." But then you get a lot of the responses is like, "No." Like Russ did it with intention, which I I I seen that from the beginning. Like he rented it out, and he got all this this information from an interview she did. You know what I'm saying? That she might not have known that he even saw. So he went there. She did an interview saying that uh, she she loves the Waffle House food and da 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 da. So for her birthday, he rented out a Waffle House. I think he invited some friends and family. They had music playing in there. Like it wasn't a regular <laughs> Waffle House date. Like. So for everybody like, yeah, you can go to Waffle House, look at Russ. It, that that was not no regular Waffle House date. Yeah. Russ has the money, the funds to to buy two Waffle Houses and rent both of them yourself. Like, <laughs> That's a fact. So and they're gonna level. It's it's definitely levels. They're gonna yeah. clean that grill six times before they walk in. <laughs> for real. They ain't doing they ain't doing that for you. You're gonna get the bottom of the barrel grease. You went with the old grease. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna get the butter. 
<laughs> Give me the waffle from the dirty waffle iron, bro. Man, yo, they got a pecan waffle at Waffle House. Man, I'm telling you, a change your life. Pecan waffle? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I gotta, I gotta check it out. Sounds they ain't got none up here, man. That's the sucky thing. Yeah, bro, they got a couple in PA, I know, but that's the closest. Yeah, in PA, yeah. That's the no, closest. You gotta take a little drive for it. Um, and the last one is sports events. Uh, I would go to a, like an NBA game for a first get for a first date. Yeah, I don't see why like yeah, like an NBA game wouldn't be good for a first date. I would strictly stick to NBA just because the, the, the NFL season be there like the winter type cold. I'm not trying to be yeah, freezing yeah, while on a date. So I, I definitely NBA game, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would do that for sure, for sure. I was I was thinking about it. I was I think I ultimately would, but it'd be hard to try to get to know somebody and people right next to you hearing your conversation. Like, but these are also like, yeah, I'm also big on like the talking stage before the first date. Like, if we only talk for a day, then I'm gonna do our first date would be something more like secluded where it's just kind of me and you thing. But if we've been talking like you know, a week or two, we've been getting to know each other type of thing, then you know, your first date options kind of expand because it's like y'all done had talks, y'all done had y'all got y'all got to fill each other out. It's not like you asking first date questions. You know what I'm saying? On that first date, because you already got that part of the thing out of the way. But then you keeping it kind of fresh when you so when you link up, you got something to talk about. Right. That's true. Because I hate, you know what I'm saying? We just talked about all this stuff on the phone. You get there and it's just kind of dull. So I like kind of like you small talk at first, and then we feel each other out on that first date. And and Austin, you tell me, uh, because I I'm obviously haven't been in the dating game in a while. Um, like if you got a bad chick, right? You trying to take her out as soon as like the first day you get that number, you thinking about the next time y'all right. right. Like and it ain't it ain't a lot of time for no let's fall asleep on the phone conversations. Like we grown now, like we ain't doing that no more. So how is the balance of having a conversation with a chick that you really want to see again? And like you said, keeping it fresh with the conversation. What's that balance? I, I would say, like, honestly, like I'll you know, initially, you know, a couple phone conversations, maybe set up a FaceTime. That's how you know you really like. They're interested in you if they make a, a FaceTime date. And then after that, you just set up that first date. So it's like really fresh. But all of the conversations should be lo no longer than 30 minutes. Like your phone call, your FaceTime. Yeah, you don't want her thinking but, you got a whole bunch of time. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want her to be like intrigued. You don't want to just like, you know what I'm saying? Make it seem like you ain't got no life, you ain't got no time. You want to like, you know what I'm saying? To feel like she's she's valuing your time. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're making an effort for her. That used to be the thing, right? Like, yo, we fell asleep on the phone last night, bro. Like, we we really vibe. I was say, I thought that that's still kind of a thing. Like, all right, take your ass to bed, nigga. People, no, people, no, people no. be wanting to, to chat it up on the phone, and then when you get there in person, it's not like. I mean, I wouldn't say it's dead, but y'all still got stuff to talk about. Just talk about everything else that y'all haven't talked about yet. I mean, whatever works for you. Like, I ain't, I don't think it's a right or wrong answer. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I just, you know, I just try to keep up. You know what I'm saying? Leave a little intrigue. Like, you know, wanted to, wanted to. <laughs> I got you. you know I mean? word, word. Like, I my wife called me during the week. I'm trying to keep it to 30-second phone call. 30-second oh, phone call. Because you know you're you going to hear it at the house anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> trying to tell me a whole story. And I'm like, what you need? Like, can you get to the end? All right, you don't. All right, cool. We talk later. Yeah, nah, the, the women are good for that. They're good for calling you to talk about some shit that they're going to talk to you about again. Oh, yeah. They, they long-winded, man. Yeah, bro, but it's like they take detours in between the story. Like, I can't, I'm, I can't, I don't got the mental capacity during the week for that. Like, I got <laughs> I got a call in 30 minutes. Like, I'm trying to do some work. Oh. <clears throat> but 
that was good, man. I I, I like that. Um, we always like to start off with some something fun before we get into the serious basketball news. Oh yeah. Um, cool. And we're gonna start off with Ryan's boy or Bakes boy, uh, Giannis, resigning for three years, one hundred and eighty-six million dollars. Now I don't know how you guys felt when you saw this news, but I was totally taken by surprise. Because of what everything he's been saying is he's going to wait till next year. A lot of money. I mean, money is not important. A lot of effing money is important. We heard all the noise. I want to I want to win. Make sure we're winning. It doesn't make sense. Blase, blase, blase. And then this, they signed, uh, they, they get Damian Lillard, and then this happens. Uh, so according to Bobby Marks, it actually makes more sense in the long run for him to sign now because of the over 38 rule. He's thinking about down the line, like, his his contracts that he'll be able to sign in 2026 he can opt out and then 2028 i believe so he has some extension eligible uh rules that work in his favor down the line but i mean the bucks did what they had to do and and got rewarded so i'm gonna i want to i want big to go first because he's been real defiant of Giannis's words I mean we all have but he was really passionate about it <laughs> so I want to hear your take on it all right so yeah like I said it, it makes sense too too far I think I, I applaud him because it gives the Bucks a chance to kind of just move forward without the noise and I think honestly that's the most important because it's going to be a now once you bring Damon the pressure rises he already had pressure the Bucks already had pressure you know, just off the how the team was before. But now you bring Damon, now people are like, it's definitely championship or bust. So I, I, I applaud him for that. But now all that talking, all that, all that, oh, I got to see the commitment. The Bucks have shown you the commitment. You've shown commitment to the Bucks. You got to get it done. I don't want to hear nothing about now. If you lose this year, first, second round, I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, is that failure? Right off the bat. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, no, nah, we still had a da-da-da-da. Yeah, we know you're a millionaire. We know your, your family is going to be straight for life. We know that, you know what I'm saying, you're going to live a real comfortable life for the rest of your life. You've won at life. But you, you lose in basketball, you have failed. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Drops Mike. All right. Drops Mike. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, um, over over sixty per, which is crazy, which just sounds crazy. Yo, me. yeah, think about it, yo. We're gonna live in a time where people are going to probably make a hundred million a year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll definitely. Uh, that is wild to me. And it will be normal. It'll be normal by that time. And yeah. I mean, while we're on the topic of the books, Damian Lillard made his debut this week. Yes, the Sixers and cooked him. Cooked him. Fans was cooking, bro. Cooked. <laughs> it was started off slow. Um, it, it was some took took some uh, getting used to, but he caught fire. He caught fire in the fourth, and I think him or Giannis were like, what was the stat? Um, him or Giannis scored like the last few buckets in crunch time. Now they did go into crunch time against a James Hardenless Sixers team. All was not great. Like they needed a spectacular performance by Lear to pull it out. First week of the season, I'm not putting too much stock in it. Um, but yeah, he 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 took over. He was in step backs from 30 feet. Um, ended up with 30, how many points? Yeah, 49. 49, 40 points. 
Um, and you can see the dynamic is there, man. Like uh, it's a clear dynamic. Giannis was deferring to him. I haven't seen him defer to anyone like that in in a while. Middleton sometimes, but yeah, late game like, and you know Middleton sometimes, but you know no. there was they had balance. Yeah, he 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 was literally giving the ball to Dame and moving out the way. Like yeah, yeah, just clear it out, clear it out. That's the type of respect he had. And then he came out this week and said, "This is Dame's team." Like we don't don't do that. Don't, All right, that's BS. That's oh, all okay. Okay. Uh, oh my god! But he doing he doing he doing the right thing. He yeah. showing love to Dame. He's making Dame feel comfortable. Making Dame feel, and that's what you want. Like when you holding it down by yourself. He was the one. Even though that Bucks championship team had good players, he was the. You know what I'm saying? It all came down to Giannis's production. Like all of those other players could have had very good games if Giannis didn't produce. Chances are they were going to lose. Giannis yeah. producing. Plus, he has good players they win. So, when you got another player coming in who can do what you do from, like, a, a production standpoint, yeah, like, you want to show him love, you want to make him comfortable. Giannis is doing all the right things to make this work, and I commend him for that. Yeah, I agree with Bake, man. He's just supporting his teammate, making him feel comfortable, just, you know, giving that vote of confidence, you know, letting them know, like, you know, do your thing, feel, feel confident, play your game. Um, you know, he knows Dame's going to have the ball in his hands as, the, uh, you know, the, the primary ball handler, the facilitator. So it's like you're running the show. You know, Giannis knows he's going to be able to get him his get his when he wants. So he just wants to continue to, you know, boost, you know, get support his teammate, give him that confidence. I agree, but I don't think he needs to say it. Like, <laughs> this ain't the D-Wade LeBron situation. D-Wade is older than LeBron. I think Damian Lillard is in a position where he doesn't need that reassurance. Like he's 31 years old. He's a Hall of Famer. He don't. He don't really need that. LeBron was like twenty five ish, and and needed kind of needed that vote of confidence from D Wade to kind of take a step back. So I don't. I just didn't think they needed that. Like I felt it was a little bit extra. But here are the final eighteen points of the Bucks in that win. Giannis bucket, Dame three from a Giannis assist. Giannis bucket, Dame free throw, Dame free throw, Dame free throw, Dame and one, Dame three, Dame free throw, Dame free throw, <laughs> like. Obviously, they're going to need more from everybody involved. I think Middleton is on a um, minutes restriction. But, you know, it was a good debut. I'm not going to put too much stock in it. Um, but he he went off. Yeah, really, really good. Really good game, too. I mean, this, even the Sixers played really well. Like, Kelly Oubre had 26 points off the bench. Uh, Tobias Harris yeah. played well. Um, yeah, Maxi, you know, the 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 core, the Sixers core, Maxi and B played pretty solid, too. So, really good game, too. I, you know, uh, I Indy was not the greatest. He was not not his normal self, but he played pretty decent. He was he, he was, was aggressive, high. which I liked. He, he was, he was aggressive from outside too. You know, hit two threes, showed some some bounce. So he was tired though. Yeah, fatigued. Yeah, <laughs> he was tired. Fatigued. My man was winded. He was like, "Yo, take me out, get me, get me." Which I ain't mad at. Like all the big guys need to get back in shape. Jokic was definitely not in shape either. Um, but he's he's Jokic. Yeah, I mean, he's, I was going to say, say he, had a, he had a 30 point triple double. I'm about to say, he's putting up in shape numbers. Yeah, yeah and, 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 I, and I know we got to talk about that pass later, too. All right, on to the next topic. The all star format is going back to East versus West. Love it. Love it. Do you love it? Why? Yeah, man. Why? I think it, it's, just, it's just cool to see the East versus West because, you know, they're, they're competitors throughout the season. So to see those Eastern Conference and Western Conference, and then, you know, from a fan base standpoint, so you actually have some allegiance. And you you actually can you know root for a side. I like that as opposed to just Team LeBron, Team KD. Like th that was a good concept. It was cool for them to you know pick teams, but it just wasn't as fun as that like East versus West. So you got that 
you know, extra added excitement. You can talk your little shit. And you get the guys to see who are competitors and the divisions, you know, on a nightly basis come together. So, and I think there's a lot, there's a lot of balance now between the East and West, more than typically are hmm. in past seasons. I'm thinking about the balance that you speak of. Like, you can think about a Tatum, Embiid, uh, Trey. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, the fact that it, the, the, the conferences have balanced out. Yeah. I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know. I have to dive deeper into that. Tatum and beat Giannis. That's a, solid, that's a solid five right there. Yeah, Tatum, you got Donovan Trey, Mitchell. Embiid, Giannis. You know, you can do throw, throw Donovan Mitchell right. in there. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy right. Butler. He's got a chance, yo. Before it was just – those couple years before they did the draft, like, the East had no chance. It was like LeBron and, like, a couple people. <laughs> like, he was like – he was out there with, like, Jamar DeRozan, like, <laughs> like, it was just like, so I, I, I mean, well, I, I enjoyed the draft too, though. I enjoyed the draft too. Hold on, time out. You ain't about to just disrespect Debo like that, bro. No, that's not. But if you going against who people who were in the West, like, come on, I'm talking about Steph, the KD, like, that is disrespect. I don't know. <laughs> that's the definition of disrespect. Like, um, but yeah, I'm excited for the East versus West to come back. It being in Indiana, that's gonna hey man, be don't sleep on that, man. Don't sleep on the nap. No, 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 no. We're gonna sleep on the nap. Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna sleep on the nap. We're gonna sleep on that. But from the past couple of years, it's been in pretty good cities. Going to Indiana, it's gonna be cold. Uh, I've never been there, so I'm I don't know what downtown Indianapolis looks like. Oh yeah, man. It's but... it's weird because it's like country but midwestern. Oh, so it's a weird mix. It's like it has a southern with midwestern feel, Indianapolis, but pretty, pretty, pretty smooth, tranquil city. Not too much going on. Listen, if they could do it in Utah, they could do it in Indiana. Yeah, they can make it happen anywhere. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good time, but I'm excited to see East versus West come back. Um, the Elon okay. ending was cool while it lasted. I think it's lost yeah. its luster a little bit. Um, the games have been, were pretty good besides like last year. I think the Chicago one was like yeah. one of the yeah. best ones. Last All-Star game was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so now, now that we're going back to the East versus West format, I'm trying to think of what's my my latest thoughts about when it was East versus West. And the first one I think think about is I think it was 2009. Damn, I can't remember. 2009? I don't know what year it was. Um, when LeBron and, and Kobe were going at it in the, in the uh, final moments of the game. Kobe was guarding LeBron the last moment, got a block on him, got a steal. I think Kobe, uh, LeBron tried to chase down on Kobe, and Kobe dunked it and pat him on the back. That's my last memories of it. I mean, I got some more about it, but that's one of my favorite ones. You got any favorites from the East-West? Oh, I'm going to go way back. I think it's what – I think it might have been like 2001 in the East. Like, you know what I mean? It was like Allen Iverson and Marbury, like, pulled off a comeback, like a late-game comeback. Um, I remember that when I was a kid. Yeah, I knew it was in that one. That's why I didn't that, say it. That was one, but that yeah. was that was fun because Kobe Kobe was trying to will them will the West team to a victory. That's the game that they were they all wear their own jerseys. Yeah, which, exactly, exactly. Which the fans are dying for, um, yeah. for them to wear their own jerseys. But it's just too much money being made with Nike and having yeah. to represent. 
Nah, that I was about to say that would be my memory. The the games where they they wore their own jerseys, man. Yeah, but I really wouldn't care for it nowadays because honestly, I'm not a fan of a lot of jerseys. I feel like a lot of the the jerseys used to be like real, like I don't know. They used to just be a lot more animated. Like used to like the Raptors used to have the actual Raptor on, and now their jersey just says Raptors. Like it's not (laughs) a lot more creativity. Right. So. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. It wouldn't bother me either way. But it would still look cool to kind of just go back that way. If they're gonna do it this way with the East West, they might as well at least just try it out. But I, I big up what you're saying, Rello. They they making a lot of money off them Nike jerseys and stuff like that. Yeah, another memory I had is '03 when Michael Jordan hit the fadeaway clutch shot to to send the time. Yeah, but they ended up losing. They lost right. They lost because Jermaine. No, was it Jermaine O'Neal or I think it was Jermaine O'Neal fouled Kobe. In the corner, and Kobe was able to hit the the, the game winning free throws. So a little tidbit there, but yeah, I'm a, I'm excited to see it. I think I think it it presents a little bit more uh, pride, as you said, Austin. Pride for both sides. Uh, nope, they're not they're not they're not going to lose now. Like the East is one going to want to prove that you know everybody's talking about the West is so good now, um, and the East is going to want to prove that they have just as much talent in the East. So. Let's see, man. Let's see. All right. On to something that I really don't want to talk about, but we have to. Um, this James Harden saga uh-huh. <laughs> that we've been covering for the past three, four months. Um, he's not been with the team. Then he's been with the team. Then he's not been with the team. Uh, now I heard he's going to go down to the G League, the Delaware Blue Coats, to practice with them. Um, but some drama happened this week, man. The guy, <laughs> the guy shows up to the clearport, ready to go on a road trip with his teammates, and is stopped by security. Yeah. Like when I heard that, I'm just like, how big of a miscommunication is that? Your star player who's disgrunt- disgruntled, who you're trying to trade, you gotta be clear on where he stands with the team. You're with us or you're not with us. Like, there shouldn't be any in-between, especially with the way things are going. Now the NBA is investigating the whole situation because of the rest policy. If he's if he's indeed healthy, um, he should be playing. And I think the Sixers brass are just saying, like, he's not in game shape and they need to be able to track him um, while he's back home. So I just think this whole – they got to just move on from this. It's, it, this is why – when star players ask out, it's just like, you got to move them because this is the type of stuff that's happening. It's, it's ruining the, not the reputation, but the, uh, I don't know the right word for it, but it's not making the Sixers look good. So mm-hmm. we got to think about it. Man, I, I honestly think j- just James Harden is going to do anything he can to just frustrate the Sixers. So, you know what I mean? They're compelled to trade him because their reports were that he was, wasn't going to travel with the team. I just think he just showed up like, Hey, what are you, what are you going to do? You really going to stop me? And then like, they were like, no, Um, (laughs) it's just like, you know, just a bad situation all around. I mean, because you know, the league wants one of their, their better players and better stars to be playing, but it's just an unfortunate situation. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know moving forward, how they're going to handle this. I mean, he had been away from the team, you know, for the last couple of preseason games. So it's just like, you can't, you know, you know what I mean? You can't just bring him back if he's been in Houston you know, for the last, you know, week or some odds. So, and he has been missing the last couple of practices and things. So 
I get where the Sixers are coming from, but you know they they they're not doing themselves any favors. No, neither party is. It's just you know it's it's frustrating at this point. That's a fact. Just move on. Like uh, he's never. I mean, if he plays and plays well, he'll have more value. But he's got to play. Like just set the boundaries. If he's not going to play for you guys, keep him home. It's yeah. it's it's really simple. Um, but I, I just hope it comes together sooner than later. Because I heard Perkins, Kendra Perkins say, here we go. The Lakers, the Lakers always comes up when this when this stuff happens and these these older free agents, and it's like, we didn't learn our lesson. Did we, not, <laughs> did we not learn our lesson with the Russell Westbrook thing? Like before the before this happened, it's like continuity. The Lakers are going for continuity. Rui Hachimura resigns, Austin Reeves resigns, D Low resigns. And now you want to look at a D-Low Rui package for James Harden and like no first of all you can't trade D-Low until December you can't trade Rui till January I believe so that's two months right there of the season and who says James Harden is gonna want to come to the Lakers and if he's not going by then like let's keep our momentum going bro we don't need to get one of these stars again it didn't work with Westbrook it ain't gonna work with James Harden let's keep it going but once again, yeah, and then he also has an he's on an expiring, so I'm like, what you know what I mean? Like, what is going to be the future for, for James Harden? Yeah, I, I don't think even the Sixers will want anything we give them. <laughs> I don't, I think they will want something more of a home run, so that includes a 13, but yeah, it, it gets tricky, man. Just let's just keep our players. Um, yeah, I, that, that don't make much, much sense to me. I mean, would James Harden make the Lakers better? I think so. Yeah, I definitely think but, he'd make the Lakers. I think he definitely make the Lakers better. Why is it definite though? Yeah. Why is it definite? Just because I mean, he gives them, uh, you know, a, a playmaking option guard. Um, he can do that. He can run pick and roll with AD. I mean, he gives them a, a shooter who can space the floor, play off off ball with LeBron. Um, yeah, I just think he's, a, you know, he's a, he's a top thirty player when you look at it, and I think he, he'd make the Lakers better. But if you have a, a big three of LeBron, AD, and James Harden, I think you're a much better team. Yeah, you think that? Y'all guys do that. It would give the Lakers another proven shooter. Y'all have shooters, but y'all don't have, a you know, oh, y'all don't have a, a bunch of people that if they catch the ball wide open, you're like, oh, that's, that's probably going in. Yeah, yeah besides you Rui, a, I don't think you got a bunch of capable people, and Rui is one of those people, too. He is a person that if he catches the ball wide open, you're not like, oh, that's knockdown. You're like, let me go contest because he can make it, but you're not like, you're not game, but your game plan is not, yo, we got to stick next to Rui so he don't get threes. Yeah. Yeah, serious right now. You're killing me right now. I'm, 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 I'm really upset. I'm, I'm so serious. I'm getting upset. I don't see, no, no, slow down. Let's slow down. There you go. What, what, what about this? Like, like, are you saying that you as a GM wouldn't, like, I'm not saying that it makes sense to do it right now. Y'all, y'all have chemistry. Y'all bring a lot of people back. And I'm not sure who the other person that you mentioned in the trade uh, outside of Rui. D-Lo. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying that it's something that you got to do, like it, you got to do. But if James Harden came out and said, no, hey, I want to go to L.A. and play no. with Bron, no. and all you had to do was give up D-Lo and Rui? Come on, bro. Stop no. the cap, Rello. Stop the cap, Rello. <laughs> I'm stopping the cap. Can I speak for my team? One, how did that uh that Nets uh situation go? How they, did were, that go? they were a, 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 about a couple inches away from the final, so I don't oh, think it was, was, I don't was, think it was too bad. Was James Harden playing? I don't think he was. 
He was on the team. He was on the roster. Oh, he was on the roster. Oh, okay. He was on the roster, but he wasn't playing. He got hurt the first game of the playoffs. So that let's let's leave that out. And then I I when people say, yeah, he's he can play off the ball with LeBron. It, it is clear he does not want to play off of the ball. He doesn't want to play off the ball. He wants to do everything. That's why him and Doc Rivers got into a situation. He doesn't want to play off the ball. He wants to re- control the show, which is in his right. But we ain't about to have that. We got LeBron James on the team. <laughs> and, and you ain't going to have the ball the whole time. So that's another thing. His, his, as in theory, him as a player would be a great fit next to LeBron. Him in his head is not a great fit for us. Like, we don't, have time. we don't have time for him to be playing off the ball with LeBron for, let's say, 60% of the time. Him coming out um, and saying, yeah, I'm not going to resign with the Lakers. I want, some, I want a bigger role. And then we lose out on two young players and potentially picks or whatever. And then we're, we're, we're stuck with our, with our dick in our hand. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? No, that, that's a good point, Rello. When you when you break it down like that, he does want the ball in his hands. Um, you know he's 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 been vocal about that. So I mean, we all know he's a, one of the most talented players in the league. He can shoot, he can pass, but him in his head just doesn't fit on the Lakers, and that's what I'm saying. Like he it doesn't it doesn't fit, and I, I I'm just gonna say, um, let's just move past this James Harden conversation to the Lakers. Go to the Clippers, which will, he'll have the ball. Like they don't have a point guard. Well, they had Westbrook, but um, he would, he would, Westbrook would probably move over to a slot spot. So yeah, man, no more, no more, no more Harden Lakers talk. I don't no, no more Harden Lakers talk. Yeah. Um, all right, on to the next uh, conversation, and the end season st- tournament starts this week. I'm excited for this because I don't really know how it's gonna go. Um, they play games on Tuesdays and Fridays, starting this Friday, all the way to mid-December, which championship is in Vegas. Um, if you don't know about the in-season tournament and all the intricacies, I'm not going to do it again. I, I forget what episode I did it. Uh, but look at some of the past episodes. It's the episode I did by myself. Um, but if you look at the groups, because they're going in the football model, the soccer model, there's couple groups three in each um conference let's let's go through each conference quickly and think and, and talk about who we think is going to come out of the groups so east group a is philly cleveland atlanta indiana and detroit that's philly cleveland atlanta indiana detroit i got philly coming out of that what about you guys i think philly philly is you know the favorite coming out of that Philly or Cleveland, but I'm gonna go with Philly just because Jared Allen's out. Yep. I'm going with Philly. Philly. Yeah, I'm going with Philly. I just uh, don't see why not. None of other teams have anybody as much talent. Cleveland is a dark horse. If Evan Mobley takes that step, you never know. Yeah, it depends. If the players they got, you know, ball out. Max Drews hit like eight threes the other day. Cooking. Yeah, he was wild. Um what a good what a good pickup for him on that contract, right? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he just he looks so confident out there. They're playing the Nets. I mean, like you said, yeah, about seven or eight threes, just letting it fly, playing with a lot of confidence. So I'm glad to see Max Strews balling out. And that's the that's the kind of value signing you need. Like that, he fits in like seamlessly with that with that group. Like doesn't need the ball. He rebounds. Um, Better yeah. defend. You're gonna shoot, like you said, rebound. I mean, they have Karis Levert off the bench too. You know, who can you know play a little combo guard. So 
you know, that, that was a really good signing for them. That was a good pickup. That's the type of pickup where, like, they lost to the Knicks a couple years ago. He might be able to put you over that hump to beat the Knicks. Yeah, no, that's a that's a piece, you know what I mean, that, that, that you need, really desperately needed. All right, Group B, Bucks, Knicks, Heat, Wizards, Hornets. Let's take the Wizards and the Hornets out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Bucks, Knicks, Heat. Move. I'm going to go Bucks. I'm going to go with the Bucks right now. They're just a really good, you know Trader. what I mean? Easy choice. Trader. I'm so I am sorry, man. <laughs> the faithful let me just, just disappeared really quick. You got but, an orange shirt on. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Bucks, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Big, I think you're gonna go Bucks. So um, yeah. Group C, Celtics, Raptors, Nets, Bulls, Magic. This is pretty easy. Celtics. Yeah, Celtics. Yeah. yeah. Um West <laughs> A, Grizzlies, Suns, Lakers, Jazz, Blazers. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sorry about Say that again. Cards. Say it again. Grizzlies, Suns, Lakers, Jazz, Blazers. Ooh. Going with the Suns. LA Nation, baby. That's if they're not resting everybody. This That's year. That's not, well, not chilling out. Yeah, it's already looking a little shaky with Bill and Book being out. Come on now. Like, Bill scores 32 opening night, and then he has, you know, the toe. So... Back to back. Bill hasn't even played in regular season yet, so I think that was crazy. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't understand. That. I don't know. They've been saying his back, so you know you got to be cautious with the back. But I definitely want to see those guys get out on the floor together. So yeah, and they smacked Jazz last night without those two. <laughs> so good, good diddy rest. I'm gonna go to Lakers though. Obviously, um, we already beat the Suns, even though they didn't have Book and Bill. But I'm still gonna take the dub. Um, Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Mavs, Rockets. That's e- that's West Group B. Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Mavs, Rockets. Go, I'm going to go against the defending champs. Yeah, they look really good this to start out. Yeah, I am impressed with the Pelicans. I you didn't. Know. I didn't think you they were going to come out this way. Talented. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to come out this way. Um, Bi and Zion seem to have some type of chemistry now, um, some type of balance. So. They it's started well last year, too, though. That's true. That's true. It's all about health, man. Zion still looks a little heavy. <laughs> but he... that, love that chicken from Popeye's. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, man, it's too easy. New Orleans, man, you, you said it yourself. Yeah. They got some good food out there. But they're still not healthy yet. I don't think they have Jose Alvarado. I don't think they don't have Trey Murphy. So yeah, Trey Murphy's going to be off a little bit. Um, I really love Trey Murphy's game. Man, can really shoot it up and defend. Yeah. Uh, but CJ McCollum, you know, people seem to forget about him. It was a great addition for the team. Giannis Valachunas, so they, you know, they still got some pieces. Yeah, man, I'm impressed by them to start out. Uh, Mavs and Rockets. Yeah, this is not going to beat the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. And then West Group C. This is a tough one. Kings, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, Spurs. I'm going to have to go with the Kings, man. They're really tough, really, you know, really tough young group. I mean, they got smoked by the the Warriors like the uh, the other night, but I, I still I, I like what the Kings are going to do. They they compete. They got a, you know, a, a deep team, they compete. So I I would I I'm going to have to lean towards the Kings. I'm going with the Wolves. Ooh. Oh. Over the Warriors? Over the who? Over the Warriors too? Oh, I didn't hear the Warriors. My bad. Take that back. <laughs> I'm going to take that back. 
I, but I was still I, I I probably may I mean I gotta I gotta see a couple more games, but right now, just from a a lineup standpoint, I would go Warriors or the Wolves. I feel like the Wolves will have a decent game. No Warriors. Pick one. No, okay. Uh, well, if I gotta pick one, then I'm going with the Warriors. All right, <laughs> Warriors. I'm gonna pick the, the the Wolves. I'm on the I'm not on the Kings train yet. Balls. Mm. Balls. Um wow. oh. Damn. Um, I'm just not there yet, man. I I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think – I think Keegan Murray is a good piece. But I think outside of Foxy and um, Sabonis, like, can they be trusted? Like, I, I just don't know. Like, Malik Monk has been proven to be a little bit inconsistent. Kevin Herter is, is an okay – is a good player, but he's still trying to figure it out. Um, their bench is lacking. Maybe Mitchell comes off the bench and straps – Okay, all right. Let's, 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 let's not say straps because oh, what, what did uh, what did oh, I get it? He does strap, but when it comes to like the star players, does he actually strap? Steph Curry went off against them. I mean, it's Steph Curry though. Like you, know, and, and you gotta think he comes off the bench and he's like he's in that rotation with with Hirter, Monk, uh, De'Aaron Fox. So he's not gonna get the volume of the minutes, you know, in clutch situations. But he, when he comes in, I I I, I just love his game. He plays super aggressive. You know what I mean? I, I just – I like what he brings to that table. Okay, so who's the next person to come off the bench for them? Um, hmm. In, within that rotation, uh, what's my man's name? Trey Lyles comes off the bench, gives him good minutes. Um, who else off at that, that Kings rotation that comes in, in place? Exactly what I'm saying. Like, these guys are good players for them, but they're not proven to kind of sustain the type of winning – to, to win a championship is what I'm saying. Like oh championship level, I don't know about that. In season tournament, in season tournament, I think they can make. I think they can make a push. You know, they were third in the West last year. They're a young team. They like they love to play at a high pace. Mike Brown had them. They scored more points uh, than anybody in the NBA last year. Uh, like you said, so they, they're just a very young team. So, I, but proven, no, I agree. Proven, no. But I think for a midseason, in season tournament, because of their youth of not resting players, um, you know, having that energy, I think they'll have something to compete for, and it'll it'll give them some confidence. So. Yeah, I think they're they're a good team. Like I think they're the I don't know if they I wanna say if they're the best team on paper. Like not on paper, like from come off of last year, if they're the like the second best team in this group. But I just think the Timberwolves will have the if the Timberwolves win against the Kings, the Timberwolves will have the best. Yeah, the I mean if you say that in a in a, in a seven game series, you you think you the Wolves would be a better team. And I you know No, no, I don't think that. Actually, I don't think that. Wow. I don't think a Wolves a Wolves will beat the Kings seven times if the Kings have home court. I, I don't think the Timberwolves okay. are there yet. But I think that the, the Timberwolves, if you look at the Timberwolves and the Kings, the Timberwolves will have the top two of the three best players. Like, I think Foxy, I don't know if I if I, if I think Foxy is a, if I would take Foxy over. Oh, man, Foxy cook shit, bro. One of the fastest players in the NBA. Three-level score. I, I just love his game, bro. You take him he loves to compete. Like, he, 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 wants, he wants to compete against the best on a nightly basis. You would take him over Cat? Fox over Cat. Um, I think you need a lead guard in the NBA. I think I love Cat's game. I think he plays a little bit too much perimeter oriented. He wants to step out too much. I mean, he's very skilled. I'd like to see him being bang a little bit, be more physical, get some points in the paint and on the block um, inside 18 feet. So hypothetical gun, I'd probably have to take Fox. Now I would take Fox too. <laughs> I, love Kat, I love Cat's game. I just think he needs to get more. And Cat, Cat I think Cat, Cat doesn't play to win when I watch Cat. Oh, don't, 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 don't. 
That's, that's my, a Jersey guy. I, I, Jersey guy, I love his game. Super skilled, can do it all. But when I, I want to see him take his game to the next, get to the next level, um, you know, show some energy. Want to compete? Be a leader. Like last year, we saw the 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 um, the Wolves get into fights on the sideline, things like that. I, I want to see the team have a leader. And I think Cat was a guy who was the you know the guy they drafted number one years ago. The guy they've been giving the money to, and he doesn't really like embrace being that leader. Um, I don't I don't see that energy, that spark, that hunger. I just see yeah. a guy who's good at basketball. I don't see a guy who's a leader. Right. I'm with you on that, Austin. On that take about about Cat. I. I... I had high hopes for Cat when he first came in the league, and he had some decent years, I think. But to me, it just don't – I don't know. It's like you just look at some players, and they're like, I'm going to be great. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to hold this franchise down. I just don't know if Cat has ever really embraced that. He talks himself up a lot in the media. He's the best big man shooter every year. <laughs> but yet, but yet you haven't – I haven't seen – and probably percentage-wise or just – Jump shot wise, maybe, but you haven't had a you you have to come out and have a year where it's like, yo, he shot the hell out the ball. Like he made, you know what I'm saying? You talking all this stuff, but you're not like backing it up. Like, and it's the and now you're in a position where now you're like you're 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 second tier on the team. Cause now at this point, it's Ant's team. Yeah. So he doesn't, but I still for you him to be talent-wise the second best player on the team, you still just want to see more. Like, he's incredibly talented. He can move, he can dribble, he can shoot. Still need to see it a little bit more in the defense. I feel like when you're that tall and that athletic, you should be able to put a, you know, put put your stamp on the game from a defensive end. He doesn't really do that. Um, I know there's not like a cat deep dive, but like I said, I'm with you also. <laughs> I, I feel like, I just feel like I want more from cat. Yeah. On it in terms of basketball, I think we all in agreement there. Maybe we do need a deep down on Cat because that's I'm I'm gonna shoot Cat some bail. I'm gonna shoot him some bail. Uh, <laughs> um. So the past two seasons in the in the in season tournament, I'm not in season the the playing tournament. Um, he's gotten foul trouble both times. Oh yes, yes, very good. Oh no, why the hell he picks that time to start playing differently? But I feel like he, that's the time he starts trying to get more aggressive and it doesn't work for him. So that has something to do with it. Uh, he's had a lot of turmoil to deal with in, in the Minnesota organization. Yeah. And he's had like three head coaches, um, a slew of teammates, has never had been able to get any continuity. And now, like you said, Big, it's Ant's team now. So does he realize that? I think he, I think he will fight you on that point. Like, and I think Ant-Man will tell you that it's Cat's team, too. I think Ant-Man can be their best player, but in order for them to take the step they need to, Cat needs to be the guy. Yeah. I think the Cat needs to be the guy because I think Cat will have more advantages night to night than Ant-Man will. I, I, and, I, and I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Mike Conley is there, right, in, in Minnesota? Yeah. He's got he's to write that ship. He's got to write it because he's, he's a top-tier point guard, Mike Conley. He's a floor general. He's got to he's got to be the key, the X factor for them. He, he has to be able to get all the pieces together, and Cat right. has to be able to channel aggressiveness to where he's not getting in foul trouble at, in these in these big games, man. Like it's it's hard it's, it's disheartening when I see that, like because he killed the Lakers a couple years ago, and we ended up beating them. And then he and then you know they was all confident things like that. But then the next time you you have a chance to redeem yourself. You get in foul trouble, so we don't really see your true potential. 
So we'll see. I like the Wolves squad. I, I, I'm still not a big fan of the Cat Gobert thing. In theory, if Cat plays like how you know he can play, you feel like it should work. I'm not a fan of the two seven-foot lineup, especially when one of them is just an absolute non-shooter. The fact that Cat is a shooter, like I said, in theory, it should work. I'm just still not a fan of but the step that Ant Edwards should be taking this year and them actually having a, like you said, Mike Conley, a floor general, because they look pretty good when Mike did play last year, you know, the couple games that he did. So, uh, like I said, I got high hopes for them. I still think they need to either uh, – if I'm the Timberwolves front office, I'd probably keep Cat just because of the, the, the ceiling. Um, I just don't – I don't care for Gobert. I just don't. <laughs> but and, we, and we can't forget I, I feel about like, yeah. Right. I feel like they got a good team, and they should be – defensively, they should be solid. They have the rim protection, and if he decides to, with all his strength and athleticism, he, there's no reason why he shouldn't be a good to great wing defender. Mike Conley is Mike Conley. He's a small point guard. You're only going to get so much out of him, but you can hide him. And you can still confidently play Mike Conley when you have – two seven-footers at the rim. You know what I'm saying? You're going to always have at least – if you're playing Cat and Gobert, you're going to have at least one seven-footer that should be at the rim unless you're playing like a team like Boston who has five shooters on the court. All right. Shout-out to, shout to Boston. Yeah, I, knew, I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to do shout that. Shout-out shout out to the gang, man. Relax, bro. Y'all did go off last game. I ain't going to hold you. Y'all went off. Yeah, my, you, seen, you seen it. You seen my man, KP. <sighs> The problem, like the unicorn. I'm not is. trying to go into a Boston deep dive. We know what KP could do, but he's got to stay healthy. It's week one. It's week yeah. one. Oh, no, nah, for sure. For sure. But we we talking, you know, the same thing with the Wolves. We're talking, like, what we think they could be. Well, we, we, if KP we, stays healthy, we good. Okay, we're going to do these team recaps. We got that later. So, hold your horses. Um, anything, else your horses. Season, anything else in the season tournament? Anything else? Uh, I mean, I, I think the format is cool. I think how they're doing it, where they're not like separating it from the season, and I think it's good because the games will mean something because they are games that account towards the regular season. So in a sense, it's like these in these in season tournament games count towards your playoff standing. So there's something there to play for. Obviously, who doesn't like a little extra money? So we'll 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 see. I don't. I think I don't. I think players who get up and want to play games will play these games because they're games on the schedule. You need these games, you need to win these games so you can be in a good position to make the playoff. So I don't think there'll be any less intensity, but I don't I'm still on the fence of if players are going to be more hyped for the game because it's a hidden season tournament game. I think team I think most of these players are going to be treated like a regular game. I don't think so. I mean obviously you want to try to win these games. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit more intensity. I think it's going to be a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, that's my hope anyway. But we'll see. There is a financial incentive. I I don't know what the number Mm -hmm. is. But players like LeBron and Steph Curry might not care, but that 12th, 11th, 10th man on your team, they're going to care about that money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you're going to want to show up for your teammates, um, get them a nice little payday possibly. So it's going to be interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited to see, like, if if teams – like marketed differently, like in arena, like how they like 
the vinyls on this on the court will look stuff like that just the stuff around it um it's gonna be interesting so let's see i could see real quick i could see the teams who clearly aren't going to compete for an nba championship but are like fringe playoff teams a team like atlanta i can see a team like atlanta getting up to this because it's like chances are you're not going to the finals or really far in the playoffs but like, you got something to get your fans excited about. Like, you get some money, you know what I'm saying? There's something that they can actually probably win versus them never – they're not winning a championship this year. But and if they get hot, you know what I'm saying? not saying that they could definitely beat a Philly. But, again, the way the tournament is set up, it's not like, okay, we're, we're taking all of these teams and moving this, this in-season tournament somewhere else. It's like these are regular games. And we, as all – we all watch basketball games – any team could beat any team on any given night. Now, you might not bet on the Atlanta to beat Philly, but it's not impossible. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if they get on a good run or like these in-season tournament games happen to be during a time where they're on a win streak, and that win streak continues through these games, you could see them going far in a tournament like this. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, I think there's some teams that will be able to do that. I don't think Atlanta's one of them. <laughs> no, Atlanta was just an example. Atlanta right. because Atlanta is a team that will probably make the playoffs, but no one's counting them in as far as being a contender for a championship. Like they will be a good team, but like you know, no one's expecting them to go far in the season tournament. The way it's put together, where it's just a regular game on a regular night, you know what I'm saying? They they could they could they could end up winning those games. You just never know. This one point on Atlanta, they haven't looked too great this past week. Uh, I know no, it's early. I definitely haven't. Um, Trey hasn't been shooting the ball particularly well. We know he'll end up shooting the ball better. Um, but yeah, they haven't looked, looked too good. Let's move on to the next topic. Um, the new flopping rule. This is something I forgot about. I ain't gonna lie to you. I forgot about this rule until I saw the Boston Knicks game. And there were like, <laughs> two, Brunson. yeah, there were like two of them called, including Jalen Brunson, which the NBA refs uh, walked back, said it was um, a foul on the defender because he's. Uh, there was foot-to-foot contact, but damn, I, f- I forgot about it. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, obviously, I don't, I like, mean, fl- I don't like flopping, but right. like the the POV standpoint, like we are, they already got one wrong. Like, yeah. how many of these are we gonna get wrong? I mean, you kind of expect that. Perfect. The refs aren't perfect. You kind of expect that they go. They've been getting calls wrong since they since refs started refing games. Like, it's gonna happen. Like, they're not going to be perfect. I, I've been giving up on the rest being perfect. And, it's, it, I mean, I think it just comes down to this, like, obviously game two versus Boston and the Knicks. You know, you're not, no one's really tripping. But if some shit like this happens in the playoffs where they call a flop and then come to find out it wasn't, then it could have some repercussions. But it's just like any call. Like, you know what I'm saying? People get fouled and don't get calls all the time. And fans get upset. So, I mean, I'm 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 for anything that makes the the integrity of the game better because some people in the league just blatantly flop, like blatant flop, and that I hate that shit. So if if they're making moves to to bring back some integrity for the game, then I'm I'm for it. How 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 it will work out, I don't know, but I'm for the rule in itself. Yeah, I, no, I agree. I think it's that's a, it's a necessary evil that we had to implement in the game just to keep players right. honest. Um, and it's definitely going to be difficult to, to officiate um, with that call. So, I mean, it, you know, it's just a trial basis just to see how it goes. But, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. That's one of the difficulties in officiating our games, one of the challenges with the players. And, you know, 
So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I didn't like the technical foul call the other day um, on it. Um, I'm sure you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, was say, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely interesting to see how it'll play out through the rest of this NBA season. I, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting is the word because I'm starting to see players do something that the refs put emphasis on a couple years ago is the um, the hooking of the arm and the drive on the offensive player hooking the, um, Ooh, the, the, the James hooking Harden sweep up. Yeah. I, I'm starting to see that on drives now and, and the refs aren't calling it anymore. And I'm like, what happened? Like, I feel like they're trying to focus on too many things and not, they can't keep track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that I, I feel, I'm going to be watching that over the next couple of weeks of our players starting that- to do that what? Yeah, that that's an interesting point that that they're trying to, like I said, bring back some integrity to the game and like you know trying to implement these rules. But at some point, it's like, are the refs like they already have to watch for so much, and now we're putting emphasis on certain things? Like it's just going to be hard for me to be watching all the flopping, watching this thing, and then be like, all right, what the fuck? like it, that. It's, we're putting a lot on the rest plate, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah we got they got to use the re- replay center more. That's like a billion dollar facility. Like they got it. We just gotta get the call right. Um, help the refs out. If if they do get it wrong, nobody like just get it right. Like we we understand the refs got a lot in their plate, but um, that's I think that's what the replay center is for. But there's certain triggers that they use for the replay center, so everything is not. Yeah, and the one thing is like the time, you know what I mean? Like to call into Secaucus, to, to liberate, to deliberate over the next 10 minutes. That's the only thing. It takes a little time. But, I mean, to get it, to get it right, like I, I agree, it's, it's most important to get it right. Yeah, yeah but I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that is with that. Like if it takes a couple extra minutes, the game is longer, you got to do what you got to do because at the end of the day, some of these calls affect outcomes of games. So you yeah. want to get it right, but then you have a lot of people who are going to complain about like, oh, dang, back to the replay again, back to the replay again, back yeah, to the replay. Exactly, it's exactly. going to slow games down, especially like if I'm a team that has crazy momentum right now, that, that shit's going to blow blow your mind because it's like, yo, we're on this crazy run and now we have to take a whole 10-minute break for them to get this one call right. Yeah. And it's going to be tough. It's a I think point. they should – I think when it comes to the replays, they should go – I think football does it. Well, I don't know if anyone does it, but I think there should be a time limit. Like, these plays should be reviewed at this time. If it's, like, three or four minutes left in the fourth quarter, then, like, everything is reviewed. But, like – Well, yeah, they do that under two minutes. Yeah. yeah. I like that they did about what the challenge is. Like, if you win your challenge, you can get it back. Those type of things kind of help. Yeah. But, again, you just, you just got to have to see it play out. Like, it, the, the, the NBA is trying. And I, I commend them for that. Yeah, they they're trying to make it shorter because people's they they're trying to make games shorter because people's attention spans. Yeah, it's, and, it's and they not. and they you, they literally just came out. Adam Silver said they they're concerned about viewership going forward because people are going to have a hard time of finding out where they find the games at because of the declining viewership and cable. So the next media deal is going to be super important. I think they started looking at over seventy or eighty billion dollar deal. Like, yeah, God damn, bro. Like, yeah. Um, but all right, streaming. cool. Um, so let's move on to our segments. Um, something that we're gonna do probably every week. Probably chest out a few more segments as the time goes by. And we are all fans of big market teams. 
I'm a Laker fan. Austin is a Knicks fan. Vegas is a Boston fan. So I just thought it would be cool if we just give a, a recap of all our teams and what how we think about their performances throughout this week. Um, I'll start with the Lakers. We played the Nuggets opening night. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I was on a, <laughs> I was on an off-site meeting for work, ran, rushed home to watch another um, controversial performance by Anthony Davis. Doesn't score in the second half, had 17 or 18 in the first half. Nuggets were super efficient, came out clicking, of course. Like, why would I think they would be rusty? Why did I think that? Um, D'Angelo Russell, I'm watching the game, and I'm just thinking, man, this guy doesn't fit with the starting lineup. He just doesn't. Um, and he has all the tools, so I'm so confused. But I think he'd be better served off the bench. Um, he actually got – I don't want to say got benched, but he didn't close out close out the game for his last game when LeBron was able to break his home. Gabe Vincent is super rusty. He can't hit a shot right now, um, and we need him. And then Lakers versus Suns. And Tayshaun, Tayshaun, I keep saying Tayshaun. Torian Prince went, went off against the Nuggets. It was good to see him, but then next game he had zero points versus Suns. KD killed us, so that has something to do with it. He was guarding KD for most of the game until the fourth quarter. Where Christian Wood stepped up um, and defended KD and started rebounding for us. So shout out to him. They didn't have no Bill. They didn't have Bill or Booker. And Brown was supposed to be on a minutes restriction, but ended up playing the whole fourth. And AD bounced back and had thirty and twelve. We got the win. So I, I got mixed feelings about this week from the Lakers. I think Austin Reeves still hasn't caught his legs yet. I think he's still come off the Olympics and trying to get his legs. Um, so. I'm good, man. I'm good right now. I'm good right now. We won our first game. Um, we play tonight against the Kings. Will be a, a nice test for us in our third game. They play at nine o'clock tonight. That's this is Sunday, October uh, 29th. We're recording on, so we'll see. Story is still out. That's all I got in the Lakers. Good points. Good points. Let's go um, to the Knicks. Okay. Well, I mean, my Knicks. We started the season against the Celtics. Really competitive game, back and forth. Um, I like what I saw, though. You know, we, we lost that one, but, you know, it was a good game overall. Um, you know, I was happy with the production. You know, Brunson played pretty pretty well. Randall, you know, he's been inconsistent to start the season. Um, he's been passing it pretty well, though. He's been distributing it pretty well, but he hasn't been able to shoot it pretty well. R.J. Barrett's been consistent um, on both ends of the floor. I've been happy about that. Um, Grimes has started in the starting rotation, been playing pretty decent. Um, my man quick off the bench has been an instant bucket. I'm I'm, I'm glad to see that he, my man's trying to get his check. Um, DiVincenzo played well in the second game against the Hawks. Didn't play so well against the Celtics. So interesting to see about that. Mitchell Robinson's been, you know, fairly decent. I like what I've been seeing in the production defensively. Um, you know, want to see him it boost his numbers a little bit. I don't think we'll have Jericho Sims as, as involved as I thought he would be. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein. I like Isaiah Hartenstein when he brings. I love his energy. Um, you know, does, does a little bit of everything. A little Swiss Army knife. Josh Hart hasn't been doing as much as I thought he would, um, you know, after this, you know, the signing. Um, but I'm still happy where we are. You know, I think we got a lot of depth. Um, pretty much, you know, same, same, same core as last year. So, you know, I'm still, I'm excited to see we bring that tough physicality. It's just my biggest question mark is Julius Randle. Um, you know, is he, is he, is he going to be that all NBA guy? Or is he going to regret, you know, you know, regress? Um, what can we expect from him? So that's just, you know, my biggest question mark so early in the season. 
is yeah, y'all, y'all took that L to them Celtics. Oh wow! <laughs> Thanks, wow. Bang. Thanks. That L. They made it a game. Great though. segue. Great, great segue. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, yo, it it was a good game. It was a competitive game. I watched pretty much the entire thing. It, it was a real good game. My standpoint, I liked what I saw. I did not care. I still do not care for Jalen Brown's play so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did better versus Miami, but still, the turnovers are still there. He's still – I'm not one of those people that's like, ah, he can't dribble with his left, he can't dribble with his left. <laughs> still, his, he, he, he has these games where he's just like – like, you feel like he's pressing. Like, he's like, all right, I got I to gotta find a way to get mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like – I don't know, bro. Like, he, he has to get it together. The only way we're going to be that good is because I, I don't want to be to get to a point where, like, like if Kristoff is the second best player on the team, okay. Oh. But that just – if he is, it's because Jalen Brown isn't playing good. Hmm. It's not because – I don't think it'll be because he's just outplaying – like, Jalen Brown's playing to his best and KP is just outplaying him. Um, we're 2-0. Uh, I didn't – I wasn't able to do the work. I wasn't able to catch uh, the game, but I see the highlights. Um, we did good. Like, everyone played pretty good. The, you know, KP looks good, and I think, you know, our biggest thing is this health. If we're, we're, we're a very top-heavy roster, we don't have much outside of, like, the six the six starters, as people call them. Um, but, yeah, just to start out the season 2-0, you really can't – like you said, it's two games, and, you know, it's not much, you know, synopsis that we're going to be able to give on these teams, but – I like what I saw. I like the defense. I love the, I'm sorry, I got to keep talking about KB. Uh, defense. He's having like four. If he's having games where he's at like four blocks, and it's not. He's doing – in that next game, he did way more than I expected. I expected to him to just be a floor spacer. Mm. He was out there catching lobs and not like the wide open lobs. Like, you know, the pick and roll, just kind of th- toss it up at the rim last minute, catch lobs, those type of things. He was fired up. The jump shot was looking good, and most importantly, man, that defense. I feel like he is what we've been missing. I felt like we had Rob Williams for as good as Rob is defensively. He's very limited offensively. If he's not catching lobs or just rebounding, I mean, he could make a defensive impact, but on the offensive game, he's just kind of there. Um, KP gives us a different dimension, and that's why I'm kind of worried about Jalen Brown getting back on track because with KP and Al Horford or whoever else on the floor, like we had, I, no, I think at any given time, outside of we play like Cornet, like Luke Cornet is the one like who probably will get rotation minutes that cannot shoot at all. But when Jalen Brown is on the floor, you prop most more times than not he's going to have like four other shooters, so there's going to be space. So the dribbling into double teams and just losing the ball still baffles me because the, the floor is so spread out, like. That's the only negative that I have is that I want Jalen Brown to just pick it up. But everybody else looks good. Drew didn't do much offensively in his first game. He had like a three. I think he only had like nine points. But you've seen the defensive impact. Like someone posted a clip of all his defensive possessions. He's out there switching. He's guarding like three different people at one time. Like I liked it. So the defense is there for us. I just need to see more from Jalen. Tatum's going to be Tatum. That dude is nice. I don't even got to say nothing about him. Tatum MVP season incoming. You heard it here first. <laughs> Now nah, we've been, we've been saying Tatum's gonna be one on the MVP list. Um, yeah, I mean he's been on it the last couple of years. You know he was he was it, when Boston was balling at the beginning of last season. He was like number two, number three. But as Boston started going 
on a losing streak. The, the production kind of fell off, so he kind of fell out of that top five. But he was there for most of the season last year. And I think that a lot of MVP voters sometimes go with best player, best team type of, like, thinking. And we have the chance to have the best record in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So I, this is this is this is more. I feel like this is his chance. Like if he can if he can give us another 30 points per game season and hold us down in clutch times and win big games, then I, I definitely think he has a that is a good chance, like a great chance to to win the MVP. So that's my take from Boston. Yeah, Drew Holiday played really well against Miami, 17, 10, and seven. Jalen Brown had a pretty good game too. Um, yeah, he he had a little bounce back. You guys, you guys look look good. I can't even lie. Um, yeah, Al Horford came off the bench, so I guess that's gonna be like a night to night type of thing. Yeah, but, I'm happy that Al can. We don't have to rely on him as much. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not he's not LeBron. He's not gonna give you twenty a game, twenty five a game in his what? This is like his 18th season. I think 17. <laughs> Either way, he's like 36 or 37. So like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that he can come in and just give us. 20, 22, 23 minutes a game and kind of pick his spots and do what he does. And he doesn't have to bang all game because Rock Williams is hurt. If Porzingis goes down, man, we're going to have a problem. That's all I can say. Yeah, I think Horford, you know what I'm saying, it's good just to have him there, you know what I mean, potentially, you know, to guard like bigs like Embiid or guys in the playoffs, you know what I mean? Right. But that's just a good option to he's have. A, so. He's a playoff guy. He, yeah. he put this regular season, so. Um, I was just about to say that. He'll, he'll, his value will, will show more in the playoffs. In the postseason. Yo, last playoffs he hit like freaking four threes, and I'm like, where did this, where did this Al come from? I'm like, yo, he does this every year. Yeah, <laughs> yo, oh, that's why I like Al, man, because he's gonna. It's one of them games where like he was saving. It was games the regular season and postseason where he was saving JB and JT's asses, and it was crazy because it's like, yeah, especially as a, as a Boston fan, you like it, it's but at the fun. same time, you don't want like you don't want. Al Horford to have to come save the day. We have two, <laughs> two all NBA guards on our team. Al Horford shouldn't be our saving grace. I mean, sometimes you need that in the playoffs, though. Last no, year, you are. You're right. You're right. I totally agree. But it, 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 it was it with Boston. It was happening too much. Where like, when you have two all NBA guards, like you shouldn't have to rely so much on everyone else. I can tell you by experience, that's exactly what the Lakers do. <laughs> we we relied on Lonnie Walker to have the game of his life against the Warriors. We relied on Austin Reeves to have the game of his life against Memphis. This is how it goes sometimes. Yeah, like, sometimes, but that's what's going to happen, though. Sometimes your best players are going to have off games, and you need those second tier. You need the Austin Reeves of the world to to show up. Yeah, that's very true. That is you, but 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 you would put but like, as a Laker fan, you would prefer to look at that box score and see oh AD dominated. Austin Reeves played good, but AD dominated. Oh, no. You, don't, you would AD. like to see Austin Reeves ball out, but you don't want every box score. You don't want to be like, we don't want to rely oh, AD on had now. 17 and Austin Reeves had 30. It's nah, like, you, you, nah. you can't, because you can't rely on it. That's why it's yeah. good to see rely that Austin it. Reeves gets to a place where he's 20, 20 a game. Like, is he's every game he's times he steps on the floor and he's, he's, he's good for 20 a game. That's good. But you want, from a Lakers standpoint, you would want AD to be that guy that's leading, you know, the box score numbers. Yeah. And then on the Knicks front, like, the IQ situation, IQ is good. He didn't get extended. The deadline was on Monday. He did not get extension. And it's going to be uh, probably in the back of his mind for the rest of the season. 
And let's see if the Knicks, you know, he's going to go into restricted free agency. He's going to see what he can get out in the open market. And the Knicks can match or the Knicks cannot match. Um, yeah, I think they got this notion that they're going to be, like, in the bidding because they'll have cap space, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. To kind of go for, like, a max star player. And they're the Knicks. They got a good team. I could see someone coming in. That's what – that's – that's I, for me, I don't know how you feel, Austin, but for me, the Knicks are one – Good to great player yeah. away from being like perennial like contenders because they are yeah. they have a good defensive roster. Mitchell, I like Mitchell Robinson. Some people don't pay attention to him. I like Mitchell Robinson. He's tough. He's tough. But I'm a fan. Right, I'm a fan of the big that can run the floor, rebound, block shots, catch lobs. Like you know, like the, the good. He can't shoot, but you know, that was a lot. It is what it is. Yeah, I want the I want those big. I love the big rib running guys, the Tyson Chandlers. You know what I mean? Like look right, up, right. Well, Bang on the board. So I like our core now. I think we have a lot of, you know, potential assets to move. I mean, you obviously, we, you know, looking to move uh, Evan Fournier. Um, you know, we got the the mix with Quentin Grimes, Deontay DiVincenzo, uh, Hart. You know, so we have a little log jam there to see what we do. You always hear RJ Barrett mention in trade rumors. So I think we are a piece or two away from, you know, potentially being where we want to be in a consistent threat in the East. So we'll see what we do. Obviously, Julius Randle, I think it's a make or break season for him. Um, to see if he's going to have a future in New York. So, but overall, I like what we are. We're competitive. Let's you know continue to build the roster and um, like we have good, like you said, we have cap space. So we'll we'll see what you know. I don't know if I want to you know trade all all our assets for Embiid. I definitely don't want to see that. But why not? I'm about to say. <laughs> I think I don't think um, the Knicks front office or any team is going to with like making a move for Embiid is going to give have a team like Embiid had last year. So I don't think what Embiid showed me from last year, that they're not going to be able to get over the hump. I, granted, he's he was hurt. He's always hurt in the postseason. I just don't want to give up what we have. I don't think that getting Embiid wins us a championship. I don't think if we yeah, trade. Not if, you gotta, not if you got to gut the whole team. Yeah. Like, so. uh, Embiid, Brunson, big two, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and like that is not because the team wouldn't be good. Up. It's just yeah, it's just that the other teams are just more talented. But as good as Jalen Brunson is, I I don't know. We, we'd have to see. I I, I don't. If he could be a solid number two, but the Embiid, I mean the Randall Brunson thing. I just think I don't know. You don't see a championship with Brunson and Randall as your top two yeah. players. But Brunson and Embiid is interesting. You never know. He might yeah. be able to get MB without giving up RJ. I mean, not RJ, uh, Brunson or uh, Julius. So, yeah. um, that's like a RJ, Josh, yeah, but you know, the players that they got for their depth, the depth is gone because they're gonna have to give up Barrett, they're gonna probably have to give up Hart, would be gone, Barrett would be hard. gone, Fournier would be gone. You know, we'd have probably to, we wouldn't be able stick. to sign quickly. So, now, my question keeping is, keeping quickly. Being able to sign him and get him be makes it interesting, but still, you still just need something else. Yeah. My question is, so? <laughs> uh, like, if not Embiid, then who? Then Honestly, my, my thing is I would trade R.J. Barrett and maybe, you know, Fournier in a, in a pick. I would love to see, like, a Pascal Siakam. That ain't enough for spicy, bro. I mean, come on now. That ain't <laughs> enough for spicy. Like, what, what do you want for spicy? He's good. He is a very good player, but I mean, come on now. You give up. You give up RJ Barrett. You give up. You 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 get a good player in Evan, uh, a shooter in Evan Fournier. You get another good player in Josh Hart. You give up a give up a pick potentially. 
Um, I'll give up maybe Jericho Sims so you get another young big. Like, I think that's a good haul. If you want, yeah. if you, if you if I think, uh, yeah, I would think Toronto is more interested in the the, the draft capital than actual players. Yeah, they don't want them. But but but, but to get to get Spicy P in the building, do you play him with Randall? You throw him at the three? Yeah, I think Spicy P can play the three defensively. He's a great yeah. wing. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I think love, you can play him at the three. Yeah. I think you can play him at the three. That's fine. I, I I wouldn't mind that. I think if they get Spicy P and they don't have to give up a whole lot. Brunson, Spicy P, Randall, you got Mitchell Robinson back there. They, yeah, they, that, can, that, they can get that, at some teams. They can get at some teams. That's tough. That's improving their team, you know what I mean, without mortgaging your future. Right. I like the Spicy P move to, to there. It gives you another solid 20-plus points per game score, a decent exactly. defender, he plays hard, like, seems to be like a team guy. You don't ever hear anything about Pascal being like a locker room chance or anything. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, that's that's what I'm looking for. Damn. Yeah. I can't. And then I think getting getting spicy P doesn't really increase the pressure as much because people will still sleep on the Knicks with the yeah. spicy P out there. I don't yeah, think no championship or bust, right? Like, right. I think the moment it B walks in the door, that's what they're thinking. And I think, yeah. Hold on. Maybe hey, not you, Austin, but like the the the. Hold the on. Delirious. The average conventional uh, fanatical knickerbocker. Right. Well, they'll bring once and B comes in the door, you lost championship. It's still like championship. I still don't. I would still taper my my expectations on that. Y'all sound. What you about to say, soft. bro? Y'all sound soft right now. Y'all sound right. so soft right now, bro. I think we sound realistic, bro. Yes, that's what you win the game for to win championships. So why, if you get the top three player in NBA? Why shouldn't you think championship or bust? Because we he's been a top three player for a number of years and hasn't won anything. And it, we showed if you're going to win and compete at a high level, you have to have balance. Either you have to have some elite players or you have to have a really balanced team like Denver has, and which has right. an, having an elite star. So right. I, I don't think, you know, it's just very difficult. Well, that's a good point. While, while that's a good point, and I agree with you, he's had championship or bust every year and hasn't been able to get over the hump. Yeah. Like, don't don't the Knicks fans want that pressure? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I mean, as a Knicks fan, I'm no. sure you embrace it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I want, I want a competitive team that has, you know, goals of winning the championship. Yes, but I, I don't want them to be like asinine goals, right? Like, I want us to have such a, a complete team where we're winning 60 games, or you know, we we have star star players where you know what I'm saying. We're 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 legitimately good. I don't want us to have like hope. Oh, that's bullshit. You know what I mean. That's I don't bullshit. want us that fanatical hope. That's bullshit. I we have hope. the star. Yeah. I love hope. No, nah, man. Hope is a dangerous <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. I don't want yeah, that. You think I, hope got me through last season when we had West, Russell Westbrook, and I was in, I had hope. That was hope. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But, um, all right. Anything on the Lakers? No, nah, I, don't, I don't really have anything on the Lakers. Um, next segment is our standout stat line of the week. Um, I got I got mine. Oh, okay. Go go for it. I love it. Uh, um, I, I don't know if you guys saw Luca the other night. He had 49, 7, and 10. Uh, Damn. With zero assists. I mean, zero turnovers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Zero turnovers. Like, I mean, it's just incredible what he's doing. Like, it, when you watch his game, his playing style, what he's able to do on a nightly basis, the, 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 you know, he's him. So, that's my stat line of the week. I would go give a shout-out to my man, Zach Levine, who had 49 through three quarters. Um, I love Zach Levine's game. That's my guy. 
They took that L though. Fifty one points in the L. Yeah, <laughs> fifty one points. I hate, in the L I hate that for players, yo. I hate that for players. You're having the game of your life and just feel like you can't be excited. Barely winning. Yeah. Barely winning. I mean, it's good though. I mean, for for the Bulls, you want players. You want those players to be good because you may feel like, hey, they're not going to do anything. But hey, traffic, like traffic. Zach, Zach Levine keep putting up thirty to fifty point games. His trade value goes to the roof. Oh yeah, and I think if you're Bulls, that's what you want. You want the Rosen, Vucevic, and Levine to play good because you know you're not going to win a championship. But when it's time, when they finally pull the plug on that roster, they'll have value. But see, honestly, I think when Zach Levine signed the extension and got over two hundred million dollars, he realized he's a he's a bull. Right. I love Zach Levine, but I don't see anybody trading for for Zach Levine's contract. Yeah, I think the, the, yeah because of the contract. And, <laughs> it's uh, like this, this people this, still this have home. You took the money. About, Right. People still have the questions about him being a wing player. Like, okay. he's one of those – he reminds me of, like, Bradley Bill. Mm. Like, can be a max player, but is he really going to affect winning – can he – he can be a max player, but there's a difference between being a max player and being to be a number one option on a contending team. Yeah. I don't know if that mean is that. I don't know consistently if he's able to do that. I just think he's in a good position in Chicago where, the you know, they don't have expectations right. to win. He plays with DeMar, and, you know, you're going to get some good night from both those guys. Vooch will give you some things here and there. But they'll be able to play free in hell. Let's be real. I love I, I, I highly respect Coach um, – uh, what's his name? Uh, Billy Donovan, but he's on the hottest of seats. I named him as my hot seat coach. I named, him, I named him as my hot seat coach. Right. <laughs> He's definitely uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that season plays out for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, and that division is getting better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, the Bucks are good. We saw Cleveland improve. Indiana's improving. So, it's just like Chicago, you're kind of just, you know, kicking the tires. Well, yeah. I, I had a crystal ball going into the season. And I start them, I saw them starting out exactly how, I, how they started off. Having a players-only meeting. The first game of the season. <laughs> Very telling, right? Um, but Levine, Zach Levine wasn't playing well before last night. And people were sending me uh, his stats. And I'm like, bro, it's the second game of the season. Give him time. Yeah. Then he has 51. Um, yeah. DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls are far apart from contract negotiations that came out. They said that. And somebody will trade for Zach Levine. Maybe not this year. Probably next year. Somebody oh, maybe the, maybe it has to be you know, later end of contract. I don't think there'll be like a, a young rebuilding team that will take on him on to be oh, like no, the franchise. But if you're a team and you're just that one good player away, I can see it happening. Yeah, he's gonna yo he can, Demar, yo Rel, Demar to the Lakers. Demar, you don't like it? Um, not to trade for. We'll take him in free agency. I mean, we know y'all. Is, he, is, he, a, is he a free agent after this season? Yeah, I think it's. it's what he had a three year, I think three year, like ninety million when Something he when like he started two years ago, and then it might, might be in the last year. I think he's in the last year of his deal potentially. Yeah, uh, Bulls are going to trade him. They're not going to just let. Yeah, him they're go. they're not gonna. They're you know <laughs> not gonna let him walk. They're not gonna resign him. So, I yeah, mean, he's probably going to upwards of 30, 32, So, right, I can I mean, see him being somewhere, uh, you know, before the trade deadline. Yeah, somebody could trade him for some picks. That's about it. I don't think they'll take players back. But we've seen players walk before. Let's not act like players don't walk. Fred Van Fleet just walked out of drafters and they got nothing for him. Um, yeah, true. So, yeah. my stat Yeah, the players that walk these days are usually, like, your second tier. You have your, your number one players. Like, you, probably won't, you probably won't ever see, like, an MB 
Nike or Giannis. Oh no, duh. Walk into <laughs> unrestricted free agency. You probably won't ever see that, but you'll see the Fred VanVleet, the Demar Derozan, the Levine, the Bills, those type of players. Yeah. You know, I think Kevin Durant went to the Warriors with no trade. I think that might have been the last. He, one. he did with the, uh, but you know, but he had experience. Yeah, I'm about to say he might have been the last of the. Stars that because you know stars just don't make it to free agency these days. If they're leaving out the door, teams absolutely know that these players are still stars and they're going to come in or they're going to bring back good returns. All right, let's go to this next stat line. Next stat line. Um, I had two, and I try to be unconventional with it. I don't want to say Levine or Luca because those you know what they do. But yeah, Austin took my pick. I was going with Luca. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to research some shit right now. All right, so I'm glad I got two. Of them. I pulled the Austin and pick two. Um, nice. <laughs> Cam Thomas. Ooh, nice. Hey, yo. Had 36 the first game and 30 the next game. Man, this is nice. And we've – but my thing with Cam Thomas is we've seen this before. So is it real? Is it real? Because he, he had some – yeah, he had some games it's, last it's, year. Where it's he was very like, real. Okay. He had like 40 – like He had the back to – I think three 40-game point games in a row. Yeah, like yeah. we've seen this before. Obviously, I'm not saying can he average 30 for the season, but people are – I think Gilbert Arenas, we, we mentioned Gilbert Arenas' pot a lot. I might have to talk to Gil. Um, <laughs> this calling him the, the book, the Nets' best player. Like, Yeah, they just jumped right over Miles Bridges. Like, when I, I was watching Gil, I was like, it's a little disrespectful, but the way Cam Thomas isn't playing, I mean, he is hibachi. We'll see, man. Like, like that's, yeah, that's nah, the he be cooking. And the way he scores, too, like, he cooks with his buckets. Like, yeah, bro, <laughs> it is so fun to watch the step backs, yeah, like, it is. his handle it package. Is. Like, he, he's a really fun player to watch on a nightly basis, man. I love watching him. He's not talked about a lot either. Maybe because no. he plays with the Nets and they got so many other storylines. Well, that's the question. Last year, he was talked about for that last week, and then he fell out of the rotation. Right. Yeah. I think also, you know, we, we saw when, uh, you know, um, how Steve Nash, you know, kind of like, you know, held him, you know, held him back a little bit. And then after when Jock Vaughn became the coach, that's when he came along. And obviously after the trades, that happened, you know, he, he was able to shine. And I think uh, Jock Vaughn, you know, is going to play Spencer Dinwiddie, play his starters. Um, but when he when it's time to, like, can't let Cam shine with the second unit and stagger the minutes with the start, it's going to they're going to let him play. They're going to they're going to put the ball in his hand. So I, I think I think sky's the limit for that kid. Yeah, He's been I, since LSU. Like okay. it, 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 he can fill it up. <laughs> um, yeah, he can score. We we see that he's. I don't think he's their best player. I think Mikael Bridges still has that. Yeah, I think he has that title. I'm a Cam Johnson guy too, but you know he's been hurt. He, he yeah. played the first game, I think, but he didn't didn't play the second one. Um, yeah, Cam Thomas can fill it out. I just want to see if he can be a 23 point per game scorer. Scorer. I think that should be easy for him. Like if if someone like and I'm not trying to knock this guy, but I'm just comparing. If um, R.J. Barrett can score 19 points a game, Cam Johnson, who's a better shooter, should get to 23. That's how I'm just looking at it. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to be uh, if he stays like what he's at six man of the year, like without question. Yeah, he, I think Cam Thomas starts though. Mm, okay. He starts. He starts for them. Nice. Um. So we'll see. And then the other stat line I had, and this guy is on my fantasy team, so I'm very happy about this. Jalen Duran. Oh, for the for the for the for the Detroit Pistons, the rebounding oh, machine. My goodness, 19 years old. Averaging 18 and 15 on 80% field goal percentage and 2.6 blocks. Damn. The people have been having some good games tonight lately. He's been balling. I didn't think 
I think I guess the Pistons have been uh, under the wayside a little bit. I've been watching them the past couple of games. They're a really fun team. To, to Yo, Kate Cunningham is balling this season, by the way. Like, he is, man. He's, he's, um, he's clearly their Ivy. Ivy is questionable. I think they might have to move him for somebody that fits a little better. He missed a wide open. Yeah, he, he, Shaq then. He definitely missed a wide open dunk. Um, he's coming off the bench now. They're starting Killian Hayes again. So we'll we'll see how that goes. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I mean, why. they just got so many assets that they 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 gotta 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 hit. Gotta gotta show something <laughs> for value. But is that the is that the answer? Like I feel like they're trying to force Killian Hayes to be something he's not. Um mm-hmm. I I don't like the log jam at the bigs position. James Wiseman hasn't even played a minute yet. Yeah, he's been not getting any minutes. I like Isaiah's story. He's been he's been able to uh improve his three point shooting this year. So they just have yeah, like you said, the log jam up front with the bigs is interesting. Stewart is a bona fide four now, it looks like, um, because he can stretch the floor. Uh, but are, are we are we off the James Wiseman is going to be good train? Are we there yet? Um, I I I think it's derailing. I still see some people like like yo, he could just he just needs the opportunity. I'm like yo, bro, he at this point he's in the league like five five years now. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. He's got like, so weird. much potential and hype coming out of you know the the uh, you know before he came into the league. And I thought the Warriors were the best place because it's like they needed a big at that time. Yeah, they were just they were big. Bro, when he went to the Warriors, I'm like, oh, yo, this could work. Like, he doesn't have to be like a star. He could just do what he does. But he has the skill set and the, the package yeah. to kind of be really good. And I just haven't seen it, yo. Yeah. Well, he, he didn't have to stay healthy either. I mean, yeah, he, he didn't play at Memphis. Thing too. You're right. That is, he didn't that play is, at Memphis, yeah. wasn't able to stay healthy earlier in his career. I mean, that can definitely, you know, impact his confidence. So, um, right. I just hopefully, you know, he gets another shot. Monty Williams is a fantastic coach. Hopefully he gets another another shot. I think, you know, it's interesting. Like I tell people, I like bad teams in the NBA because a player like him needs a second chance on a bad team to learn how to be a pro. So. Right. They got right. vets too to help him out. Yeah. Uh, and like, and, and Detroit is such a unique team because they have, like, Bogdanovich and Joe Harris, both making $20 million a year coming off the bench and are fantastic shooters. So I can see somebody moving from uh, Detroit. Has Bogdanovich played yet? I don't even – I don't think so. I don't think he's playing him. him. I yeah. forgot they had him. Damn. Okay. Yeah, man. So, like, we'll, we'll, I think I think somebody – like, we'll see some player movement definitely with Detroit. So, Big, you want to ask about who would I want? That's the type of player I want. <laughs> Bojan Bogdanovic. That's – or Bogdan, whichever one it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be perfect. I mean, you can see – he might make some noise during the trade deadline. Teams might oh, be looking to get him. I will you know what I'm saying? Then in a heartbeat. Um, but, all right. Cool. Uh, did you find something or we can move on? I it's not a great stat line, but I'm just kind of I'm not worried. It's again second game of the season, but it's more of a, like a negative stat line. Like I need more from Ben Simmons. Ten eight and ten mm-hmm. is okay. You know what I'm saying? Eight yeah. assists, ten rebounds from your point guard is is always going to be good. Ten points. I just I just would like to see more. So. It's not, you know, a crazy great stat line, but it's, it's like, you know, it's a stat line. It's something to watch. Like, I just, I, I, it, 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 his play just intrigued me, even though I can't watch next games because the stupid ass blackout restrictions and whatnot. Oh, oh yeah. There's ways around yeah. that. I'm not saying what they are, but, um, <laughs> nah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I want, and I was interested in those ways around it when they had uh Harden and Kyrie and KD, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not about to yeah, I'm not going out my way to, to watch Nick Claxton. Games, but uh, I watched the stat box if they got a national televised game, cool. Like if they're playing Boston, cool. 
but I'm not going out my way. Like, it's okay. I have access. To, <laughs> I got access to Yes Network um, through nice. uh, my parents' account. So oh, okay. they got cable still. So <laughs> shout, out, shout out to people who still actually have cable. Yeah. Facts. Facts. I ain't um, seen a cable box in a minute. But um, I, tough crowd, man. I, I like the way Ben Simmons has been playing. I don't want to. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I'm I'm just trying to figure out is, is this it or is there is he going to take it to another level? You yeah. cannot talk the way you talked in the preseason in that interview he had and drop 10 points. <laughs> now you're not looking you're not looking for Ben to score 30. But you would like it to be somewhere in the 17-ish. If he gives me 16, 8, and 8 all season, I'll take it from Ben. I'll take that all day. But the nine and the seven points, like, come on. You're like a six, nine point guard. You're hella athletic. It's no reason why you shouldn't be dominating these little guards. Well, okay. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like he has like a Mike Conley guarding him. But it's still. really just also the contract and like the way he talks. So it's just like, bro, you, right. have, to live, you have to live to that contract and live to expectations because of the regression. We saw what you're able to do in right. Philly. And it's just like we 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 know like from a talent standpoint, you don't look any less athletic or the skill set. It's just your confidence. So that's just the thing that sucks. I he better like make it. some. He better make some lifestyle changes because that bag <laughs> he got, that bag he got. I don't I don't see it coming back. It is not happening again. He will always be a millionaire, but I, I don't think anyone's gonna pay him thirty forty million a year to put up ten points. Honestly, I I could foresee him like retiring early. Oh shit! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I don't yo, love the game. What if he, I made what if he said that? What if he came out at the end of this year like, yo, I'm done, yo, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I want to thank y'all. I wouldn't think twice about it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> um, but I think he's better than some players that that are signing deals. I think. Would you take Ben Simmons over Jaden McDaniels? I I like Jaden McDaniels, man. He, he can do it all. He just wish. I mean, like, I like him. I love the deal he just got from Minnesota too. Shout out to Jamie McDaniels. Yeah. Not the question, though. Not the question. Would you take Ben Simmons over Jamie McDaniels? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. He's a young guard. Hella good defensively. He can actually shoot a little bit. Yeah. Ben just has so many limits to his game. Like, hold on, hold on. Like, hold on. Is Jamie McDaniels playing right now? Or is he hurt? I think he's hurt. Is he hurt? I think he's back. I, I don't think he punched any any more fire extinguishers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's my reference. Definitely got to stop punching walls. Basketball reference doesn't have him playing. I don't think he's played yet. <laughs> um, I don't know about that, man. I I have to dive deeper into that. I I I you know. It also depends on the fit. If you it also depends on the team, the fit. Like it's it's a it's a it's a tough question to answer. Yeah, he's not he's not he's not asked to do as much. Obviously, you know, from a ball handling creative standpoint, but from the athleticism defensively, um, I, I like I like Jaden McGinnis game, man. He's really good. But the fact he's that we have talented, to he's talented, he's talented. I now say. I wouldn't mind Ben on the Timberwolves though. But the fact that we're questioning it, right? Like it's not clear cut. And Jamie McDaniels just got an extension that he's going to be making, like, what, 27 a mil? 27 a mil. 27, <laughs> 27 million per year? And Ben Simmons is not far off of that? And the, the cap is going up? you telling me Ben Simmons ain't going to get somebody to pay him $25 million a year? If he play, if he yeah, but twenty five million a year is like like you said, you got Joe Harris and Bogdan making that. That's where 
you, yeah, okay. he'll play. He'll make twenty million a year just because where the cap is. That twenty yeah. million a year isn't saying that he's a great player, though. I want to make that. to make twenty million a year because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if the, he's he's getting that in the market. Twenty. I, I, I think it'll be hard. I think it'd be, if he does not play better. Yeah, I don't think front office. I don't want to disrespect him. I don't want to disrespect him, but he, he's not playing. I don't want to call me. him like I don't want to no, call him not. like a league minimum player. But All right, come on, somebody might come out the woodwork and him like three game sample size. He's played decent. Right. Somebody might come out the woodwork and be like, yo, we'll give you this mid-level exception. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can get this 13 yeah. mil a year and you can show us what you got. So if he if he if he's averaging t- well, right now he's averaging 10 rebounds, eight and a half assists, a steal, and a block and a half. That doesn't mean anything if he's averaging 10 points a game. 10 is not bad. Like, no, it, mean, it definitely means good. something. Nah, I went like I said, I don't want to disrespect Ben. He has yeah, good parts of his situation. game. But what I'm saying is he won't get paid more because, yo, you could be the all-world defender, bro. Like, like Marcus Smart, all-world defender, will give his life to play defense. No one's going to go give him $30, $40, 40000000 a year just to play defense. No one's going to pay Ben $40 mil a year just to play defense. I think you, I think you're overlooking a few things. If, if I'm being honest, forty million, no, I, absolutely, bro. I'm not saying that he's not worth it. I'm saying you got to look at these teams. If I'm paying Ben a whole bunch of money, I have to then go pay someone else a whole bunch of money because someone got to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, but, he could play D, I, but you I know, can, I, can like it, with like, I can see him like on the Clippers for like fifteen mil, bro. Bruce Brown just got twenty four million from Indiana. Bruce Brown been balling. For 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 a Brown Indiana, Indi- Indiana Andrew Brown got some jewelry. Indiana also had to spend their money. Yeah. Because of the so, CBA. They had to spend cap space. Yeah, for the tax threshold, they had to make it. But they also Bruce Brown's been balling and he and he got some jewelry. He he he's shown he's a you know he's a really nice piece. Yeah, he brings winning. Bringing a veteran guard, I think there'll be low level teams, but I don't think there's a contender that's coming out here like, yo, man, we're gonna give you this 30 million a year and go get this chip. That's not yeah. happening. Before Bruce Brown played out of his mind in the playoffs, we weren't talking about Bruce Brown. Bro, he Bruce Brown played nice with the Nets too. He played pretty. No, he did. No, he yeah, did. Nah, he played good well, with the Nets. Well, he did well, play decent he with. He played the okay Nets. for the Nets. He played okay. okay. No, he, he, played, oh, he played. He played oh, good. Cut it out, Ralph. He played good for the Nets. Yeah, he played well. He played well. He played good with the Nets. He was good on the Nets. Six three four, which is why Denver went out and got him. Six four five man. The Nets go out getting a lot of people. He wasn't talking about KCP. They got him. Now he look at KCP was a great pickup for every team he's been on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But nobody talks about him. Nobody talks about him. I think a convention, a lot, of, like a lot of people don't talk about him. But if you watch the game, you know he he played great defensively against the Lakers. He was shooting it well. Like he, he's right. a really good player. I'm, all I'm so saying, champion, right. champion. Right. If you watch Denver, if you watch Denver last year, you 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 talked about. All Denver. I'm saying is if Ben Simmons averages almost a triple double this season, that somebody will pay him. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, just I, not big, just not big money. Just I not big money. 25, 30 million is not big, money. Money. Not not big money, money anymore. That's not big money anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he'll even command that. To be that's honest. where he'll, he'll, he'll probably come in at because I think he'll get 17. Look, if, yeah, yeah, if I'm a GM, I get, I'm not giving him more than that because, again, you would still going to have to pay someone else to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, there's money to go around. Um, is, is Ben Simmons better? Not better. I don't want to say better. Would you rather have Ben Simmons than his teammate, Cam Johnson? No. Oh my God. Game is about scoring points. And Cam Johnson does that almost. Cam is a young, up and coming, good player. I don't know. Right right at this very moment, if I had to make a choice, I'm taking Cam. Yeah, I'm taking Cam Johnson easily. I mean, 
I, I'm I'm looking in the future to see if he averages these same exact numbers. So let me let me let me take a step back. Ben Simmons still has a lot to prove. Um, he still has a lot to prove. He came off the last, the past two years very much, uh, in the in the news about his his approach to the game. So I need to see a lot more. I think I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because I'm thinking if he averages a triple double and he's and he's playing the right way and we have no issues, I'm not taking um those players we named over him. But right now, yeah, he 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 needs to prove it much more on the court for me to make. I just. It's still early. Everybody, everybody's got to keep proving it. It's two games, yeah, right. But everybody, my issue is that for, all, for for everything else he does on the court, like for him to have no real good offensive production, I mean, assist or assist, you're, you're, you're creating plays for others, and that's all well and dandy. But it's not even like he's leading the league in assists. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to give me 10 points a game, I need you to be first team all – I need you to be in the deep defensive play of the year category type of thing. Like, he can't be a, just a great, a good defender, a good playmaker, yeah, bad offensive deep. player, and think you're going to get someone's going to give him 25, 30 mil. I don't see that. I do. I One of those do. things, he has to be an all-world defender. Big. No, he doesn't, bro. Like, he, No, he bro. doesn't. Not to make – I mean, you're right because of the market. Because of the exactly. market, he could probably get that. Exactly. Because of the market, he'll probably get that. But that, again, him getting twenty five mil isn't saying nothing. We just said Bogdan and Joe Harris coming off the bench making twenty mil. That ain't shit. So if he gets twenty mil, if, if someone team some team gives him fifteen twenty mil, I still that's I still think that speaks negatively on about where he is. He's no longer a max player. Let's no matter which way you slice it. Let's revisit it in uh by the end of the year. Yeah, we'll see, we'll we'll, we'll, right. we'll table that. We'll, we'll table that. Right. Um. Let's see. I think his value will go up more just by playing a whole season. Just that alone. Yeah, if he can, stay, if he can show that he can stay healthy and if the Nets can play winning basketball, then obviously his stock is going to rise. Right. If they're a competitive team, if you look at the Nets and they're like, oh, they're competitive, fun to watch, and Ben is a big part of that, Yeah, his value will go up for that, for sure. That I agree with. You guys have predictions for this week. This was tough. Predictions for this week. I have Ooh, one. I gotta see the NBA schedule. I have one. Give it to us, Ralph. I think. Pause. I think. Dame, <laughs> I think Dame or Giannis will have forty on the Knicks on Friday. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry. I just think it's the first playing game. They're gonna play. Make a statement. The Knicks don't have a great history of guarding Giannis the greatest. Uh, I think everybody gets up to play the Knicks as well. It's just. It's just an excitement. Yeah. I just got a feeling. I got a feeling one of them going to have 40. Okay. Does anybody want to bet me on that? I, I will nah. take that. I will take yeah. under 40. Under you 40? Said, you, said, you said either Dame or or Giannis? Yep. Mm, I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the you might have a chance to get ten dollars in this so I'm taking the I'm taking the under on that as well. Yeah, actually I'll take the under 40. I'll take the under. Just because I did the Knicks the Knicks for, for who they are, they're still a good defensive. All right, let's do it. Let's I don't know, bro. You might, you might, you might be, you might be out of ten dollars. <laughs> Maybe Austin might be five dollars. Well, y'all can't, <laughs> y'all can't be betting if y'all ain't got no predictions, though. That's the rule. Nah, I got. I, let me see. Yeah. Yo, I'm just. This ain't a prediction, but I'm looking at the games for tonight. It's some good games. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching my TV. A couple games that I don't care about. I'm, I'm interested in the Spurs Clipper. 
Spurs Clippers should be pretty good. Thunder Nuggets. I'm ex- I'm excited about that. Love my man Shay. Uh, Yo, I got. I'm predicting. I got a prediction. Let's go. De'Aaron Fox thirty ball tonight. Oh, that's easy. That's oh, on the Lakers. That's foul. Yes. De'Aaron Fox thirty ball. How foul is it? Is you putting the five up, bro? Show, nope, show where your not. team at. Show nope. where your face at. <laughs> no, nope. show where your face at. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 We don't guard point guards well at all. I'm not doing that. I know my team. We just we, do, we don't guard point guards good. Elo barbecue oh, yeah. chicken. That's also, Reeves is going to be on. Oh, also, yeah, also Reeves is hard, though. I like Reeves' intensity on defensive end. Gabe Vincent, too. All right. Um, let's run through these last ones pretty fast. Uh, Austin, you wanted to talk about LeBron and minutes restriction a little bit. Yeah, I was, I was, thanks. I really appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I was uh, really surprised to see this last week. LeBron's so early to have this minutes restriction. He only played 28 games, uh, 28 minutes against Denver. And, um, what is the uh, Darvin Ham was asked about it, and they were just saying, "Well, we, this is something we're going to see continually throughout the season." He was just like, "Most likely, yes, probably yes. We'll see him between twenty to thirty minutes." I mean, I know LeBron's in year twenty-one, but it's like if you're going to be competitive, you got to play the guy. I know it's a little early, and there's nothing to prove, but the Lakers have to have in the West. They have to contend. They have to compete. So, I was really shocked to see him only play twenty-eight minutes in the first game. I'd love to see him around maybe the thirty-four mark, around the thirty-three, thirty-four mark per game. Yeah. He ended up playing 35 against uh, the Suns. Oh, the Suns? Okay. Really good, good game. Good game. He had to play the whole fourth quarter for us to win without Booker and, and Bill. So the, I didn't like that. I don't – even though it's beneficial for LeBron to be on a, a minutes restriction, I'm just very petrified. I'm petrified because when he's not on the court, it just all goes oh, yeah. downhill. It all goes downhill. We got have a sixteen point lead. If if he's out the game, it'll go. It'll, it'll go down to six in less than four minutes. Yeah, it, it just dwindles. His, I mean, he's, he has such an impact on that team in, in the game. So it, it's like they need him desperately. It scares Plus me. Minus is, is is alarming too. Yeah, it it, it it. I'm not looking forward to it, but I understand we need to play the long game with him. So Anthony Davis, please, Lord, please step yeah. up. Step up. Yeah. I think I think it'll be easier for it. It'll be more something we can actually comprehend once the players that they have now outside of AD, once everyone else catches their stride. When Gabe Vincent looks like last year, Gabe Vincent, when Austin Reeves takes that step, yes. when Rui, you know, gets to his consistent play, I think it'll be easier to to be able to have LeBron off the floor. And honestly, I, if I was them, I would just maybe it's it's I don't know. I don't know how you do it. It's like do you take him out early? Get him early rest so he can play the fourth. But then it's like, are y'all gonna make it to the fourth? Yeah, <laughs> you know, with right. the lead if he's not on the floor, it's tough. You really just, you really just hoping like you want LeBron to be able to play less, but you, you, you're more so hoping like even if LeBron still does play a lot, you still need those other players that I mentioned to to go off. Yeah, like 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 Rel was saying like like um like you, I want to say Tayshawn Prince too, but Torian Prince like guys like that are gonna be like really pivotal to the Lakers. Yeah, I don't know why I keep saying Tyshawn. Like, I like the Torian Prince pickup. I really do, man. He really played really well. I like really the Torian Prince pickup. season against the, the Nuggets. So I, I think he's going to be a good player um, for them. And they're, they're, those are the guys that are going to have to, like him, Rory, they're going to have to play really major pieces. God damn. His name is Rui Hachimura. Rui. Rui. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of country. <laughs> we've, been, we've been butchering names since the <laughs> We're worse than Stephen A. Um, but, uh, I forgot where my point was going. I just, yeah, like both of you guys are saying, um, 
he did sit out a lot of the third quarter to get into that fourth quarter period. Um, so he was resting a lot in the, in the third quarter. And I think, um, yeah, man, just like Austin Reeves, Gabe Vincent, Rui, and AD, they got to be able to hold down the fort. He's too old. He's Yo, too old. So speaking of AD, I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was on first take or whatever. And I kind of understood where they were coming from. I was, you're, you're looking at AD to be like, maybe AD just isn't a 30 point night guy. Uh, maybe AD is the 22, but he's going to give you everything on defense. Because the reason I said it, and they was like, look at the other players who you would like to compare AD to, like a Jokic MB. Those guys have, how do I say it? I, I'll say with the Lou Lingo. They, they have more of a bag. They have different ways they can score. I watch Anthony Davis, and he's a great player. At his peak, top 10 player for sure. But when you look at the way he plays and his skill level, I don't know if you can get 30 out of him a night. I don't know. And I'm not willing to get pissed off enough to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not willing to do it right now. Next time he has another performance, let's see how he plays tonight. I think tonight would be a good test because Sabonis doesn't really – he's not known as a defender. So let, right. let's, let's see what he does tonight, and then we can revisit this conversation next week when I when I don't feel like getting mad. Um, <laughs> the, next, the next topic, uh, Aaron Fox signs to Curry brand. I love it. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. I'm here for it. Support, support black businesses, um, but also weird <laughs> because they just beat your ass in the playoffs last year, so the timing is just like – don't be too friendly, man. Like, yeah, like it's kind of like he getting sunned a little bit. I think it's like a mentor partnership, uh, protege relationship. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. I'm just trying to make a joke because be no, yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad like, at it. But it the, the optics of it. Yeah, they just played this week, so you know it was good. It's competitive. You know, it took him to seven. So, I mean, a lot of guys we saw this offseason, like Trey Young. A lot of guys reached out to Steph. I've been working with Steph. So, I, you know, I think it's just like, you know, who? who why not? Why not? Yeah, I think he was wearing a master, he said, and people were asking him um, about it. He was like, yeah, I'm going to bust his bust his ass in his shoes. So, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so, I mean. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Like, when you look at it that way, like, how can you be mad, man? Like, you supporting one of the greats of the game, um, one of the up-and-coming stars of the game. Actually, he is a star. Let's not say up-and-coming. Darren Fox is a star. Yeah, right Darren Fox is a star. Yeah. And, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily like his statement about USA basketball and uh, his ability. Yeah, but. I didn't like that either. Like, uh, uh, yeah. other than that, and who who doesn't want to get paid to wear shoes? Like, yeah, right. I you mean, gotta the, wear shoes anyway. You got to might as well get paid. That's true. That's but true. but I wasn't. Darren Fox was on like Adidas for a while, right? I think it was. Yeah. Yep. He's on Adidas. But he didn't have like a signature shoe. He's not oh. going to getting a signature shoe. He's just shining to the brand. Yeah, he signs to the Curry brand. But we'll, I will okay. see. And if it, it'll be interesting to see if Curry brand how how it how its trajectory will be. In comparison to like the Jordan brand, the first ever Jordan brand athlete was Melo. Um, and I don't think Jordan brand has ever been able to like jump over that shoe hump. They have Luca, they have Zion. Like, as Jason far as like, Melo was the first, yeah, Melo was the first. Well, I think he was the first well, to get his like, I don't know why. I remember like Ray Allen and all, all of them had like Jordan's. Right. I thought Ray Allen might have been. Nope. Melo was the first one to get his first signature shoe. CP3 was uh, one as well. Russell Westbrook has... Oh, you're talking about signature shoe. shoe. Okay. Signature shoe. Yeah, I thought you were just talking about signing to the brand. Yeah, so we'll see, man. I I, want to see it do good. I think Curry 
will have a better effect on the next generation rather than this generation, obviously, because a younger mm-hmm. demographic fucks with him a little bit. So, um, all right, let's move on. Shout out to Steph and De'Aaron Fox. Um, NBA referee Che Flores, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm sorry if not, if I'm not, comes out as transgender. So, salute to Shea Flores, or however you say it, um, for coming out. Big deal, big, big deal as we continue this, at, not we, they continue this um, fight that is in society with coming out and dealing with everything they have to do on a daily, daily day-to-day basis, especially in sports, kind of like used to be taboo to be whatever you are in, in, in sports. So good to see somebody come out. And uh, it doesn't matter. Like, this, these things don't matter in the grand scheme of life. Like, be who you are, um, whether you play sports or not. And this is just the first step of hopefully more people will be able to be able to live their truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well said, well said, Ralph. Ralph, well said. Yeah, somebody that needs to live, either live their truth is uh, Dwight Howard. Um, <laughs> the, Dwight, the, the Dwight Howard news. Nice, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Dwight Howard. I don't care what's Yo, going on. Yeah, well, let's. I'm staying away. I'm staying away from the Dwight Howard topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not diving into this. Like, but I just want people to get off his back. Like, I don't know what happened. You don't. That I agree happened. with. That I agree with. Let let oh, yeah. let dude live. Like he did. He shouldn't catch hate for who what he likes. Like people are so caught up if he's gay, if he's straight. Like who cares? Just because he's a public figure, you feel like you need to know what his daily ins and outs are. And like, that's just not it. That's not how life works. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've never, I've never cared about other people's shit. They're like, yo, Dwight is a wild boy. Like, why is he wild? Let's move on. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's just gonna make me mad because people society is just so dumb, bro. Like yeah. it makes me mad. Um, no extension for Clay Clay Thompson. Uh they're far apart in negotiations and looking at 2024 free agency, we don't need to deep dive, but that's going to be an interesting story because Clay is not shy about talking to the media. Um, <laughs> so we'll see if he says anything crazy. And then NBA is coming out with Altcast. Um, they are partnering with a platform called Playback to have Manning, the Manning cast type um, alternate broadcast for League Pass users, and they're coming out with that soon. Um, that should be interesting. I think they're going to probably use people like Gilbert Arenas and probably have different NBA stars talk about it and podcasters. And I want in. <laughs> I want in. I want in. We got to continue to grow this thing, but I, I want to be in a position one day where we can do that. That would be cool. That would be really dope. Very, very dope. Uh, anything else basketball? No, I think we covered an array of topics. I don't, I'm, I don't have anything. Oh, college basketball started this uh, yesterday, so you know, good to have them, the young brothers, back in action. Yeah, the kid from Kentucky's been going off. I don't know, his, I don't know his name, Robert. That oh, oh uh, Robert Willingham, the guard. Yeah, yo, he's, yeah, he's tough. He is tough. He was interesting, but whatever. <laughs> excited to see him and uh, what's my man name from Camden? Uh, DJ Wagner. Um, DJ Wagner. Yeah. So I never talked about the WNBA finals. And I never shouted out the league, um, the league, the big, the aces winning their championship. It's because you weren't on the pod. I, I didn't remember. So uh, shout out to the aces for winning the championship, WNBA championship. Really made me think twice about my Stewie's to go take, which I'm Ooh. sad about. Yeah. So shout out to AJ Wilson and the whole team. She got to go to the Usher concert, I think it was last night or night. Yep. 
So she, she's having a ball, man. Life life's good for Asia Wilson. Oh, she's winning. She's winning in life right now. She's winning, man. Damn. Yeah. Um. All right. On the music, as we always end every week, a couple things came out. I don't really have a take on any of these things, but Brent Fires came out with his tape. Um, Ace Hood came out with. I like Ace Hood. I've always liked Ace Hood. He came out with. He can spit. He can spit. With a project, good production on there. Um, Terrence Martin and Alex Isley came out with a tape that, you know, I think Alex Isley is one of the best artists we have in the game right now. Yeah, one of the sleeper R and B singers. I'm ready to say it. She's she's one of them, um, and she needs that respect. Like the same respect that Scissor gets, I think she's up there. I don't think she's gonna sell as many records as Scissor or anything like that. But I think as far as like song making, uh, vocalism, production, I think I think she got it, bro. And then the Shaq and Kobe remix came out with uh, Ross, Meek, <laughs> Damian Lillard, and Shaq. Yeah, y'all listen to that. Yep, Shaq. Let's talk about Shaq. Here it is. I think I this. I think I seen it on Twitter that it came out. I didn't get to hear it yet. Bars. And you oh. saw my man get the MM, MMG chain the other night. And it was wearing, he's wearing at the hookah bar. <laughs> Going to the hookah bar with it. I Shaq doing it. hookah is funny, bro. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Shaq doing anything is funny. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Love Shaq. Um, yeah, also, we can't forget about Shaq getting the uh, the president of uh, uh, Reebok basketball, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, yeah, him and, uh, him and AI, right? So, shout out to them, man. Love to see it. We talked about that last shout week. Shout out to Reebok. Shout out to Reebok. And yeah, when shout it comes out to, to Allen Iverson. I think it was a story that came out. They uh, they kind of looked out for him on his last big shoe contract, like basically spreading the money out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to know yourself, you know what I'm saying? Everybody know AI was flashy and things like that. So for them to structure a deal that keeps him paid, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he has all his money at one time and the people that represent Al Iverson. So that's big for me. I, I, I like seeing stuff like that. Yeah, that is. You got to know yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We've been to, we, we talked about it in detail last week with the, also the Skechers deal. Okay. So big, big deal there. Let me see. If I still don't know if I'm if I'm going to the store to cop sketches. I'm I'm still on the fence. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. What people do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's in B though. It's in B. I'm sure they got a lot of work to do. It ain't gonna yeah, be. Sure sure to too. Right. Yeah, they 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 got a lot of work to do over there on that side. Um, I don't have anything else. Anthony Simons is unfortunately gonna miss four to six weeks. And that thumb injury, man. Kid can't stay healthy, but he is a hooper, man. Uh, best best wishes to Anthony Simons, man. Love his game. Yeah. But turn turn the injuries off, NBA. Like I yeah, wish it was right. like two K, where you could just toggle the settings. Like turn <laughs> injuries off. Injuries off. I it's hate. Good. I like when the the beginning of the season is always exciting to me because everybody's playing, and it's just like. You're just waiting for it. You're going to wake up one morning and it's going to be like, this star player is done for the season. It's like, oh, yeah. I hate to see it. But it happens, man. It's a physical sport. It is what it is. Yeah. What else, fellas? Nothing much, man. I'm in Atlanta. I'm debating if I'm going to the music festival, chilling. So, how? Yo, we got to get with, we got to get with Austin, man. Austin, (laughs) yo. We be recording from the crib or the car, about to go to work. Austin, I'm in Atlanta. I'm playing golf. Like, I'm in my hotel. I'm at the golf rink. Yeah, to, man. Yeah, we need to catch up with you, bro. Hey, man. Y'all my dogs. Y'all can roll with me anytime, man. 
I'm gonna live through you. <laughs> I am good. Every and... time I talk to Rail, he'd be like, I'm about to go to Lowe's. <laughs> Something real mature. I'm like, damn. Don't judge me. Hey, no, ain't no judgment, man. I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm proud of you, man. I'm actually gonna go to ShopRite after this. Oh man, you you, you, you in the grill? No, it's raining back home, so. Yeah, man. I, I'm gonna. I gotta go to ShopRite uh, hall for the week. Okay. Laundry, laundry is going right now. Oh, my sounds TV, like a, a nice Sunday. But my 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 Sunday is pretty effed up, man. My TV broke. Oh damn. Damn. Ooh, so you gotta stream the games on the laptop. Yep. You know it. Damn. <laughs> damn. Luckily, this ain't ten years ago. You'd be done up. I would have had, I would have had a new TV by now. If I, if I, I would have went to the store ASAP. But uh, shout out to Atlanta. I gotta get back there, bro. Um, it's been like twenty years. I want some Atlanta soul food. I want to hit up some spots. You got you, man. Got great wings, Jr. Crickets, man. I'm telling you, I got the, I got the place for you when you come to the city, bro. All right, I'm hold you to it. Hey, man, I got you. The compound, compound is in LA, right? I mean, no, and- compound is Atlanta. I, I'm not sure if it's still open. It used to be off uh, uh, Peachtree Compound. I love it. Big, huge club, indoor, outdoor. I've been in Yo, there man, too many I times. I went to compound. I went to compound. It's epic. Can't even talk about the night that I had there on pod. <laughs> we'll say that for offline. We lost my boy. I mean, if you know Jersey basketball, you know this guy. We lost uh, Anthony Nelson. Oh, my man. We went. We went down there for a basketball tournament. And he was. He was playing on our team, and we lost him. It took us like two hours to find him in compound. Wow, that's how. That's how big the club. That's is. how big. That's how big that club is. It took us two no, hours to find him. You know what that tell me? Y'all wasn't really looking for him. Nah, it was. It was. It was a lot of stuff. It was a lot of things going on. Yeah, man. A exactly. Lot of, a lot of things around. A lot of things. A lot of things. You're looking for him, but you see that ting over there. You might stop for ten minutes. <laughs> oh no! Nah, sidetrack. Get sidetracked. I'm not gonna hold you. We definitely got sidetracked. Of course. Oh, man. Um, we will be in person next week. Can't are wait. we there now? Are we are, are we are are we two hour potting now? Yeah, I think we this has been a two another two hour pot. I think there's a lot going on with the first week. We'll see how next week's go. Yeah. Um, but like I was saying, we have the YouTube channel launching next week. We have visuals, big things coming. Better content, better audio experience. As we experienced today, there was there's some audio issues <laughs> we have to get over the hump with. So we're excited. Um, but yeah, man, enjoy y'all Sunday. Thanks for tuning in with us for another episode of Beyond the Numbers. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Later, fellas. <laughs>